0: And when I needed extra fingers, I borrowed Thomas.
1: Hello, and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof, and this is level 261. Joining me tonight is Big L. Hello, I'm back. You were gone. No, I didn't even notice. Not we nice. also have May Chart.
2: Is it weird that my immediate response to be was to say, "I guess that means I'm back too"? But I was here last week, so hello again.
1: It's always a Mets game. You guys are like a pair. I yeah, was, baseball has an effect.
2: Uh, Hershey. <laughs> That's right. I, I was recording.
3: I was in Hershey eating chocolate. You were
1: recording.
2: That's right. I would say I won and that one. And
1: Nate is n- is not here. Hey, Nate. Oh. What? He is not here. Oh, He is in the what? ocean, apparently playing this <laughs> X-Cloud, <laughs> on the beach, getting sand everywhere, eating some dough rollers, it's and indeed. some thrashers' fries, and doing all the other Malander things. So instead, we have a guest. Uh, welcome back, Sarah, or Tart. It has been what? quite a while.
0: Yeah, I was in response to Elle. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back, uh, so, except my back was not last week. It was approximately two and a half years ago.
1: Which it does not seem like it's been that long.
2: Not at all.
0: Yeah, it's been forever, but it is good to be back and record with you guys. Yeah, it is just Mm -hmm. good to catch up with old friends.
1: Which you're doing a lot of that right about now because uh, Sarah is recording from Terre Haute, uh, Indiana? Is that... (laughs) I don't know, I don't know geography. <laughs> never talk.
3: I don't do geography. Where are you, man. Sarah?
0: Yeah, I was almost expecting the- Achievement Fest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Achievement Fest. Yes, I am currently recording from my hotel room in Terre Haute, uh, Indiana. Uh, Achievement that- Fest officially doesn't start until tomorrow, but there are a bunch of us who arrived early. We already had dinner tonight. Some of us have been hanging out at the store for a few hours, but I'm so uh, jealous. While I'm here recording in my hotel room, uh, the last couple hours, the rest of the attendees are getting the store officially set up for the start of Achievement Fest because uh, they were open for business today, and so when the store closed at 8. Uh, yeah, they... so what
3: they do is they break into the store at <laughs> night,
0: and,
3: and they just play Achievements on all the TVs. Achievement unlocked. B and E is successful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Precisely. I was almost expecting Kenny to be, like, top of the show, but, and live from Terre Haute, Indiana,
1: but...
2: Well, he I didn't I've remember how to pronounce Terre Haute, so you didn't have to worry about that too much.
1: <laughs> Terre Haute, whatever. It's not Maryland, so who cares? Uh, I mean,
2: Terre Haute might actually be factually there's no way, accurate. There's no Old
1: Bay there. <laughs> um,
0: but, yeah, I, I am in Terre Haute, but depending on when you listen to this, I will most likely be back in Michigan, so.
1: And apparently, at yeah. 10 o'clock at night on a Wednesday, there's a freaking racetrack that is going full blast. Yep. They're sending it right now.
0: They have been going pretty strong for about three hours now.
3: And who right on Wednesday at all? Wednesday night?
0: <laughs> People of Terre Haute. There's nothing else. Well, it depends
3: on what track it is. This literally proves that there's nothing to do there.
0: That is a true (laughs) statement. I mean, Triple Triad grew up here. Just ask him.
3: Oh, that's why he (laughs) plays video games all day long. There's nothing to do. Yes. Um, Well, when it's also like 110 degrees outside.
0: It was only 95 today. Only
1: 95. Oh, what's the difference? What a break! It's still impossibly hot, and it's
0: crazy muggy.
1: It's awful. I can't wait for winter. I'm so sick of summer already.
0: Look at us chatting about the weather like a bunch of old people.
3: Uh yeah, know, right.
2: <laughs> From our air <laughs> conditioned living
0: artifacts?
3: spaces. Oh yeah, food. What what do you want?
0: Uh, uh, we did go to B dubs and I had some nice cauliflower wings.
1: I was just about to say, what's that B dubs for you to eat? You're not allowed to eat anything there.
0: <laughs> but uh yeah, I had uh, What does that ca-
3: mean? You it cauliflower and like draw wings on it?
0: <laughs> yes. That's precisely what it was. Wow, sounds
1: good. It's vegetables pretending to be meat for vegans.
0: (laughs) Um, I think I may have a live update from Mr. Are you guys all set up? Oh, boy. Mostly. Yes, he says they're mostly set up.
2: Oh, nice.
3: Nice. (laughs) Well, now Mrs. Thomas is not alone anymore. (laughs) Oh. Hey, Mm -hmm. Mr.
1: As he, he joins joins in right when we hit record. Very nice. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's not, it's not a bad thing.
3: He's but, not really there. just the brains.
1: As long as he does, he remembers that we're recording and the screen's on and doesn't like walk around in his skivvies or something.
3: That's fine.
0: I mean, I can't control the guy, so, I mean...
1: <laughs> but I, we're not live, so it's okay. <laughs> I, we're not going <laughs> to... We're not in danger of getting, like, banned on Twitch or something right now.
0: I'd say, I, so I've been, I'll be married 15 years here soon, and one thing I've learned in marriage is you cannot control your spouse, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of a way to segue from that into our question of a week, and I got nothing,
2: so. <laughs> right, we've just finished with the relationship advice in. portion of the show, so we can move on to, uh, move on to the gaming.
1: We've had general talk, we've hit food, some relationship devu- uh, uh, advice. Now we just need to talk about math and we're good.
0: Yeah, we even got the weather in there. So we're. This yeah. is just...
1: Perfect. Typical Xbox Live party <laughs> right about now. <laughs> All right, VS. Yes. Um, topic of discussion this week, we asked, and we actually opened this uh, question up to. The general pop, we opened it up to the peasants this week. It wasn't just our premier pre- patrons, the ones that we actually love. Um, <laughs> Damn. So everyone got to answer this. So you will be able to hear from a lot of new people this week. Good. And this one, in the spirit of Achievement Fest, which, like Sarah said, starts tomorrow, what delisted game or lock game would you like to play that you currently don't have access to? Now, see, that's one of the... Fun things about Achievement Fest is if there's something that's delisted that someone has on their hard drive or whatever, you can put your profile on, get to play it, get them achievements on something that you would probably never be able to get. So with that, why don't we start with Michelle? Michelle?
2: Yes, let's, uh, let's start with me. So I think just to be clear, I think most people listening to this podcast are already very aware of what this means. But just in case anyone listening doesn't uh, delisted game is a game that's been pulled from the marketplace. So you don't have an easy way to acquire it digitally. Delisted games can frequently be also acquired physically, especially when we're talking about Xbox 360 generation games. Um, But yeah, that's what we're going for with this question, which I think Sarah suggested, correct? So thank you for the question um no and also mm-hmm. we love all of our non-patrons too listeners are important and subscribers and all that fun stuff that we never really talk about so thank you all for your submissions yeah we week. love them too not as much but we love them but we just love our patrons right. more <laughs> so nice. i will get started are with some like, of our. yeah yeah, sometimes when, when we're feeling desperate. But um, so anyway, let's uh, let's just jump into some non-patron answers. We'll start with these guys, because these are some new names you've not heard mentioned either before or in a while. Uh, Mad Lefty 2097 says, I had always dreamed of being able to go to Achievement Fest one day and to get access to Forza Horizon 1 car packs that allowed for completion of that game. Unfortunately, the servers have <laughs> killed that dream. I guess now the dream is for Forza Motorsport 4 DLC. And that's the thing with all the Forza games, right? They That they just go through delistings and sometimes relistings, but Forza games are not evergreen. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that's probably pretty popular as as they get toward the end of the life cycle uh, to try to right. share some of that content around. <clears throat> EOJ says, three um, old... Wait, I have, a, I have oh, a comment about that. Sure. Comment away.
3: So, I actually met Mad Lefty the first time i ever talked to him was in forza horizon so oh wow that's
1: cool. good figure
3: yeah um it's interesting because honestly it took until 4 came out i'm i wasn't really on board either until game pass and you know basically said here you go and gave well, us 4 and 5 wasn't on my radar at all
2: well and just to be clear so, just I, I believe you mean forza horizon four and five because uh mad lefty also mentions forza yeah. motorsport four which yeah. is a different game they have I the same that, issue yes. I, I didn't catch horizon yeah. if you had said that so
3: either way okay yeah right that's so
2: and, and i'm with you like i think uh the fast and the furious forza horizon 2 dlc or whatever not dlc but like that content was the first time that forza yes. horizon got on my radar and it's the sequel to burnout paradise mm, that i'll never true. get so i've fallen in love with it since oh. then I know, it makes me very sad. Another five years away from another but, remaster. Um, That's just what I'm waiting on. But yes.
3: What I'm not sure about is how 1, 2, and 3 are in comparison to 4 and 5. I believe... I haven't so, heard that they're bad or anything I, like that.
1: I don't know from experience because I picked up a series like you at Horizon 4 when it came to Game Pass. But I've listened to um friends and different podcasts and whatnot talk about the previous forza horizon entries and even the motorsports and they say that they're all incredible they're all good especially the horizon ones and from what i hear a lot of who once again friends and different people on podcasts they say that horizon three is actually the best four and five are both great 10 out of 10 games but 3 is still better. p And a lot of that yeah. happens because of um, they had like a club feature or something like that. I forget exactly mm-hmm. what it is.
3: P-tar, can you look outside and tell us which uh, Forza Horizon is going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: which is I your guess, favorite
3: Forza
4: Horizon? Uh, <laughs> the best <laughs> and the Furious. <laughs> Alright,
2: that's a good one. I'm going to tell you this much though, Sarah. It's completable. I'm not I don't do racing games, but I finished Forza Horizon Four, and I know you're a completionist, and sometimes that enters into the mind. But it it is a completable game, so if you have any interest in it, it's definitely something you can get done. But that's if you don't, so good. it takes many many hours. It's it's very good though. It's uh, I'm with you, Al. I don't know why it took so long to discover it because uh, it it definitely is just such a satisfying game to play. Um, but yeah, money. Well, that's yeah, it's true. Not having to pay for it up front is a big. Well, a big difference. Maker. Also, because I'm not
1: spending sixty dollars on a game unless it's a Blur remastered.
2: Oh, Blur! Because my or my, only, ex-
3: my only experience with Forza was uh, Forza Motorsport Two that got bundled with mm-hmm. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and that game really did nothing for me. So I just saw the word Forza. So I'm like, eh.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, true too. Same. All right. Well, let's move on then. Uh, um, sorry about that. We have. EOJ? No, that's great. Um, EOJ says that three old Xbox Live Arcade games stood out to him. The first was Warhammer Kill Team. Uh, It's one of the Warhammer games that he missed out on, and it's a rarity that it's still completable with no server issues. So once again, as we highlighted before, delisted doesn't mean that it's not playable at all. It just means that you can't easily jump onto the marketplace and purchase it. Uh, Moving on with EOJ's comment, Toy Soldiers Cold War, as I'm missing the DLC packs and would love the points for the strategy Mm. leaderboards great game and then um marble blast ultra and its dlc as it looks fun as heck and fills a pesky slot in my calendar project that i have no other viable candidates for so take a minute to describe this too i'm not exactly sure who originated the calendar project so if anyone listens to this uh knows who that is i don't know maybe eoj it's it's eoj himself i think it might be um but uh the calendar project is a spreadsheet uh where it's january through february and it starts from 2005 i think with the first achievement enabled games and the whole idea is to find one game each month uh, one game that released released in each month since then that you've completed so the tricky months are those very early months um and there aren't many options and marble blast ultra is one that's commonly used for that particular month uh and marble blast ultra is so much fun it it's really it was it was great um and that is an absolutely good shout. I don't believe I have the DLC I have no for idea. that, so I, uh, I I totally get that. But I also don't know for sure because that was the nature of my spending habits back in my early XBLA days. I just kind of picked up stuff. Uh, all right, uh, Ace says um, I would be hard pressed. It, it would be hard pressed to do an achievement fest or any short term event. But I would like to go back and play Forza Horizon One and Two at some point. I didn't even glance hmm. at those games oh. because I had played Motorsport and thought they were just more of See? the same. Having loved Forza Horizon 3, 4 and 5, I do feel like I missed out now. And as we talked about before, I think there's concurrence here among us as well. Smirnoff? is Forza
1: mm-hmm. Horizon 1 and 2 not available physically? Or are there just like um the servers shut down so it can't be completed or properly played?
2: I, I there's believe de- there's definitely that this- stuff is unavailable like unachievable, but I think the game is available yeah. physically so you could play it and get whatever achievements that you mm. know were are not gotcha. affected i think i'm gonna just pop it into ta real quick and see if there's uh if everything has a one oh, of yeah.
1: those i don't know why i didn't do that
2: delisted <laughs>
1: laziness
2: <laughs> uh bits well it doesn't you know it, this isn't live tv it's okay so we can we can do this stuff forza horizon 2 i know we all played fast and furious um
1: yeah, okay. we all played Fast and the Furious, <laughs> for sure. Uh,
2: so Forza Horizon 2 has 12 discontinued achievements, and because of services that were... Uh, that, are, So it currently has 12 discontinued achievements. There are online services that are scheduled for closure, um, and it is not available through the store. But yeah, you could still find a physical copy, I'm sure, and and pick that up. Otherwise, everything gotcha. would be um, unaccessible. So, um, so okay. yeah. Uh, Smirnoff uh, answers for him, it's Diner Dash on XBLA. So, a nice, short, and sweet answer.
1: Um, I remember hearing about that game. I don't know what it is.
2: Yeah, is I, it I'm, in, I'm trying like Is to... it
0: the, like the Sally's in the vein of those? Like the Sally's business ones uh, that were on the Windows phone?
2: I think that's correct. I don't know what Sally's is. Yeah, so the it's. um. It's sort of like overcooked, but in a very simplified way. So you'd have people who would give you orders, and you had to try to put them together and satisfy the customers. And if you took too long to give them their oh, lemonade, these. they would walk away. Yeah, it's that, that kind of thing. But yes. this was like a cell phone-based oh, game I initially. I these games. Yeah.
1: I played a couple of these back in the day. My favorite was Zombie Cafe. There was a million of these on the, on the iPhone. Right, yeah. I love these games.
2: Dakota. Says Great much answer. like Ace said about Achievement Fest not being long enough, I'd love to get the Japanese and European stacks of one of my favorite all time favorite games. I said favorite twice. Dakota did not write favorite twice. <laughs> um, Eternal Sonata. <laughs> uh, I think Elle and I tried that and didn't get too far in it. Right? Or am I confusing that yeah, with something else? We yeah, tried okay. It.
3: And the um, cool thing about that game is that it, for a JRPG, it has local battle co-op mm-hmm. take turns with the co-op partner
2: oh that's cool yeah, yeah. um okay and then the, the last one I'm going to read is from thrash forever who says probably let's sing and dance for me as that game is holding me back from the let's sing series <laughs> completion uh, and I know that's what motivates <laughs> a lot of us is is the, the series completions that we're looking at <laughs> so I like let's sing and dance that guys was a good one. yeah that was
1: actually forever. pretty good And he wants to do this Fletz thing. He
2: he is a rhythm games person. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, You know, I I had a hard time with this question. I would have found it easier if the question was uh, among the delisted games that you have access to, which is one that you would say is a must access at Achievement Fest because i found when i was looking at the list most of the games that were delisted i was like oh that would be wait i have that already but there were a couple things that have to mind that uh, that came to mind that i do have access to because i have good friends but things that i do not own myself um so first off is the um the jack and the the pardon, me, you don't know jack dlc the the jack packs uh those mm-hmm. were all delisted and uh you know again thankfully people have helped me access that but i don't have them myself um also the marble blast ultra dlc which is one like i said i'm not 100 sure if i own it but i don't think i do uh insofar as a game the only one when i looked through the list that i was like oh man i'd kind of like to play that was droplets and i i honestly didn't even realize it had come out on xbla i played droplets delight on the windows phone and i enjoyed that game and um played through it real quick it's the only game on ta where i'm one of the top 10 or one of the first 10 people to complete it. So I enjoyed it. Uh, And I think I would have probably enjoyed Droplets on XBLA, but I didn't get a chance and I don't have the ability to access it. So I think of the list, that's probably the one that comes to mind for me.
1: Nice. Yeah. I'm not sure what Droplets is. Now I want to look that up.
2: It's a puzzle game, which probably isn't surprising given that I'm talking about it.
1: I, You know, I should have known. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do I remember much about it? No um because like i think i finished it in a day or two from when it was released on x uh, on the windows phone uh but it's it's totally the kind of thing that given how quickly i played through it and I, i'm sure i would have enjoyed playing it and it would be another series completion to go for since those are the only two available uh on the xbox ecosystem so yeah not that like i said that would that would be it there there are lots of great delisted games there there were so many great answers from patrons <laughs> and non-patrons uh just i i couldn't think of a whole lot Droplets doesn't look bad. Yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah, so, L, why don't you go ahead and read the next set of responses and give your answer.
3: All right. We have someone writing in for the first time, Mike ID, who said, for me, it would be Wolfenstein 3D, a North American version. A friend of mine gave me an account with the game on it, but I took too long to start it and lost access to that account. So, whenever I see someone play it now, I shout inside my head in regret. (laughs) Mein Leben! Is that what you say? (laughs) That's what you should say. That's what anyone who plays Wolfenstein 3D should say. I mean, I've been working on that game for 40 years now. I don't (laughs) think you're missing out too badly by not playing it. You're uh, old. I know. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a fun game only because everything looks the same. And There's no in-game map, so you have to find a uh, map online and follow that along. Ugh. It's 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 a little rough. It's it's a very important game, but
1: it's rough. Some old games are hard to go back to. Yeah, it
3: was before Doom, before Doom. But you get to kill uh, Hitler, so there's that. That's <laughs> Always a good sign. With that said. Come to New York and, and I'll let you <laughs> Now, next is Isrit. Good old Isrit. who's definitely going to pick a Mortal Kombat game. No, Korean Dead Rising? <laughs> Good <What>? figure.
2: <laughs> you think he doesn't have access to all the games in Mortal Kombat already? Like
3: That's true. He probably, he probably has this like... This is very true. He's probably playing Game Gear version on his toilet right now. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure he said he has a sure. yeah, floppy right. disk copy of
3: Mortal Kombat. He probably he probably has the arcade machine in his bathroom. Let's be realistic here. All right, so Korean Dead Rising. So I think there were two Dead Rising XBLA titles from my recollection.
2: Yes. Uh, he says case I almost zero, was able to get in on that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. I don't know what he's talking about, but I assume both. I almost was able to get on that when a tag was being passed around. Not that we encouraged that here. Uh, but I think that ship has long since <laughs> sailed. We don't have a library. It's fascinating to have access to thousands of games. and be like, you know what? I want to play Korean Dead Rising. Can't get hey, enough. Man, that
1: game's good. Dead Rising's great. It is, but...
2: ah. Oh. Just fascinating.
1: It's also another play. game that I will never complete because I don't have the patience for the um,
2: seven days survivor, the uh,
1: survival. Yeah,
3: it's actually a good one this month for uh, targets because they're there all twenty G achievements.
2: Hmm.
3: Now that the month's over, I could tell you that, right? Very. <laughs> Ahizo, <laughs> Ahizo says, "Hasbro family game night for pal." Like a friend of Hasbro Family Game Night. Oh, the pal. Like, I uh, knew he was gonna say I it. Saw Europe. I knew it. <laughs> I saw the joke coming. <laughs> that transparent chip, <laughs> uh, Hasbro. Oh, the stack. Oh, it's card and board, and the only pal game I care about. So it was never worth buying a copy on a console for. Any other card and board, I can reasonably get access to, but that one requires a specific console as a, a non-BC game. Luckily, that is supposed to be available for me to knock out this weekend. All right, you see? Nice. This is what's going to happen this week. Everyone's going to be hanging out chatting, and Ahizo's going to be like, he's going to be like, you suck my battleship. <laughs> Probably have a grand old time. But it is interesting how a lot of these answers are tied to uh, climbing a specific genre leaderboard. Oh, yeah. In which a Ahizo is known, well, by me anyway, for climbing the <laughs> card and board leaderboard. Card and Leaderboard. Look at that. I just thought of that.
1: Well, I mean, for the most part, any of these games, if we ever wanted to play and we
3: would have just bought them at the time. Right. Except for this next couple of answers. Uh, Dude with well, the Face. Naturally. <laughs> says Wallace and Gromit, which I'll get to a little later. And the Minecraft Story DLC, although I think my game share partner has that DLC and I get to get on it. Uh, Dude with the Face. I love you, but that was a terrible answer. Huh. uh <laughs> <laughs> <False>. <laughs> wow Mine- False. minecraft story mode was bad enough the first time and then they took it away and then i'm still upset because i bought all the window stuff and i can't download it and access it so maybe I'm just oh i'm just mad at that I started it still have it that's on awful. hard drive but it won't let me access it uh
4: if
3: someone has access awful. to that
0: I have Wallace and Gromit, if anybody wants to come here to a All right, this. I'm on my way. <laughs> I I have three of the four of them on my 360. I also have the uh, Let's Sing and Dance. So
3: Wallace and Gromit. Well, Wallace. I remember. Well, let's get to the next answer. Northern Lass says the Wallace and Gromit games. Uh, so sad I was too stingy to buy those back in the day. And you know what, Northern Lass? As much as I want to give you crap. I am not going to give you crap. We all were too stingy to buy these games. The reason is there were four of them: episodes one, two, three, and four. And from what I can remember, the first one went on sale for like five bucks, and two, three, and four never, ever once went on sale. And I believe they were $14.99 fourteen ninety nine or ten
0: ninety nine or nine ninety nine. How much were they? Were they ten
3: $10.99. Yep. Okay. So, in essence, it was a $40 game for four parts. I want to say part one did go on sale. Oh, yes. And they were easy completions. Microsoft points also. Well, I liked Wallace and Gromit part one, even though the achievements were a little weird. But I liked the humor in those games, the British humor. So, yeah, a lot of people were too stingy to buy those, and then they were delisted, and they're gone. So those are those are pretty popular down there in uh, Tarahoot. So how come you only have three of the four? What good is that?
0: So fun story. I played episode one at my first or second achievement fest. So since I played it there, there was no need to buy the first one. So I own two, three, oh, and all right. four.
3: All right, so you have the ones that no one has. That makes sense. there me the story. Michelle and I were in Boston, and um, we found this store. And everything in the store was buy three get one free. And they had these Ninja Turtle plushes. And they had a Leonardo, and they had a Michelangelo. And they had a Donatello. And you get where I'm going with this. There was no Raphael. So wait, what? Yeah. And at Buy Three Get One Free, I was like, you know what? If they have all four of these, maybe I'll buy these. Nope, and they only had three of them. And they were brand new. They're like these new plushy, cool looking things.
1: Like, they didn't make a Raphael? No, they made or it. Or they he, just he, wasn't...
3: He said it's brand new and they didn't out. get any. They didn't get any. No. No, they're not going to sell it well, Raphael. Fine. That's only my opinion. Because as Devin likes to point out, all the good ones end in O. That's what he likes to tell me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, he just got it. Yeah, it's actually a line from... Uh, now. Now. Oh. Uh, yeah, the Wallace and Gromit was actually going to be my answer, but a couple people said it um now he has yeah. to change no no i'm not gonna change i'm gonna say Kenny, it's your turn oh okay we have, we have a lot to get to
1: i wasn't expecting that <clears throat> all right cool. so first i'm gonna read is from mike pitch <coughs> excuse me who says saban's mighty Morphin power rangers mega battle it came out before I got back into my nostalgia for the franchise, and then it was delisted with no notice. The game seemed more general f- or more geared for co-op, but didn't have an online co-op mode, which meant I never get to experience it that way. Would be great to play with a full group sometime. Yeah, this, uh, I just assume no one here knows what it is. It's, uh, it's just like a beat 'em up game. It kind of looks like, um, uh, like Shredder's Revenge, kind of has that same art style, cartoony art style type to it, and it's 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 em beat 'em up. They're all the same. There's no real difference between them. And which, the, yeah, I'll go along with him. I play it. I mean, it can't be any worse than um Scott Pilgrim.
3: Well, the problem is, it's Mike Pitch. His friggin' avatar and everything about him is Power Rangers.
1: And uh, well, he said it that. that it got to listen before he started that his nostalgia for the franchise.
3: No, it's before he so, realized that he's he a should, late bloomer. He realized he should have spent $4 on it. It he was, he was cheap.
1: Was it really $4? It
3: was $4 and he passed on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: that's on him.
1: That's actually kind of, that's actually kind of fitting for that series for it to be cheap. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, no online next co-op. Next up, it. Yeah, that's also what sucks. That game is totally a go up game. Not having online, that sucks. That would not be as fun to play by yourself. I mean, if you've got Couch Go Up, but like, who does Couch Go Up?
3: I'm trying to find. Right, next up. Uh, Follow up answer.
1: Next up is Dreadstack Stack says NCAA football, any of them. Not even re- really for the achievements, but just to leave my. Normally, snake bitten alma mater to the natty, or even just the Rose Bowl, we'll take the Rose Bowl. Oh yeah, who's his no alma mater? I no
3: idea what that means.
0: Who is his alma mater?
3: It's it's her her alma mater is the University okay. of California Berkeley. I am so glad you understand. I that. asked her. <laughs> I had no idea. Alma mater means where you went to college. One day, if you get to college, you'll know. Uh
0: Rose Bowl threw me off. I thought she may have been from Michigan
3: there for a second, but... No. No, no one's from there. I've heard of the Rose Bowl,
1: but, like, everything else, I no, no idea.
2: Yeah, just... Uh, yeah, it's just NCAA football stuff. Natty being the national championship, which, you know, I... Yeah, she's... It, Berkeley's never really... I don't know if Berkeley's ever been, a, like she said, long-suffering. I don't know that they've ever really been a player for that. But if you're into college sports, that's the, the yeah. college football. That's the big thing to get to. And
3: yeah, she went on to say, until the Cubs finally got their World Series win, she liked to call the, uh, us the Chicago Cubs of NCAA football. So, <laughs> she said they're uh, long suffering.
1: Mm. Yeah, I I don't do college sports at all. So all that's just going to go right over my head.
0: I don't don't I don't do sports at all. So.
3: You're missing out. All right. Well, what sport do you think we're talking about? (laughs) When it says NCAA football, is it American football or soccer? Wow. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: sad. Uh, Ex-Povos. Oh, boy.
3: (laughs) It's ex-Provost. Get it right.
1: Oh, my bad. Corona says Lost Cities has been mine has been my white whale. I'm thinking that as this is my third achievement fest, it's time to bring it to the land. I have no idea what Lost Cities is. I don't is.
2: either. Well, let's, uh, um, let's... that's uh
3: that show with uh to TA we go. It's that show with Jack and it gets on a plane.
2: Lost Cities uh, is a <laughs> yeah, board you saying? game. <laughs> Uh oh. but I that is
1: not what I expected.
2: No, can't get. Uh, it's not that much.
1: Man, all these older games. There's no clips on on TA, and with this one, there's not even a screenshot.
2: Yeah, this was released in 2008. Um, yeah, not a whole lot of.
1: Oh my god, nobody's played this.
2: 2,000 tracked just over 2,000 tracked gamers. Um, no, no completion estimate. So yeah, it's not, not a whole lot of information for us to go on here.
3: Sounds like a chronos.
2: I think (laughs) (laughs) you're not. wrong.
3: (laughs) I
1: think this is the most bare bones, quote unquote, uncompleted TA page I've ever seen for a game. There's no clips. There's no news. No walkthrough. No TA estimate. There's not even a cover picture for this. There's just nothing on this game.
2: The two forum posts are the auto-generated forum posts for boosting and discussion. Yes, (laughs)
1: like there's legit nothing on this game.
0: Okay. Well, makes sense that Chronos would choose it then, mm -hmm. doesn't it? (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. Have fun
1: playing this all weekend. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> well, Mango has it, so there, there's um, Mango has it completed even. So, I suppose that's the the person who will be granting access.
3: There you go, Cronus. But Mango has to search his five hundred hard drives. It may or may not take drives. you all weekend. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh man, that would be a pain. Have to take all the hard drives. Yeah. So you got to package them, bad boys, and nice. Yeah. They don't uh, go out. And normally, like 200 gigs.
0: (laughs) Yeah, normally people bring a lot of 360 hard drives. And yeah, now with the Expo era, people bring way less stuff. Because, like, the first couple of years, people were bringing, like, totes of games, like, totes and totes. Like, there was just Mm. boxes of games everywhere. But yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I've brought very little actual gear this year. I just brought my own uh, Series X and Thomas's and I brought my uh, 360 because it has a bunch of delisted stuff on it for people. I even left my Japanese box at home because there honestly wasn't a lot of demand for it.
3: So instead of have- instead of delisted stuff, now people just want the easy gamer score, and since there's so many games like that, people will share those type of games.
4: A lot
0: of people have different goals at Achievement Fest, though. Like, not everybody's there to just, like, lay down as much gamer score as possible. Uh, a lot of people well, do um, go for, like, kind of like what we're discussing right now, like, stuff that they don't have access to, or, yeah. like, the foreign consoles, and um, some people do go to socialize a little bit.
2: Shocking. Um, well, that'd be me. <laughs> I'll be curious I, to I would see. just want to hang out. I Honestly, the, the one thing I would really love to go to achievement fest for is to play rock band with like a full band of people like that's yeah that, that would really that be, be the key thing uh, uh it, it's not even about achievements i don't care about being logged in to my profile like but just actually playing with a full band for the first time in Agreed. like a decade yes. would be amazing we,
0: we've yep. done it we've done it every year It's
1: oh. god that really is like if there was just a rock band section, I would just be there the entire time. And when I'm not there, I'm like hanging out and talking to someone while I'm on break from playing more rock band. So. Oh, I miss rock band parties, man.
0: Yeah. I, just I, just,
3: I just envisioned you guys at that store where there's like a Best Buy type store with like a thousand TVs and you see like rock band everywhere.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: The charts flowing. But I need you to keep an eye on something. Guess. Next I remember last year, uh, Power Wash Simulator was the, uh, the new hotness. The game. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Can you believe it's been a whole year? I know. Oh, now I, I, I need you to keep that track was. of what what everyone's playing so. <laughs> and write it all down.
0: I'll tell you the hot new <laughs> game of Achievement Fest <laughs> 2023.
3: I can't wait, I can't wait to oh, hear. It's going to be Lost Cities. Everyone gathers around. For <laughs> <laughs> God, could you imagine?
1: Could you imagine this no-name game just gets this massive resurgence on, on TA? TA servers don't
2: know what to do with the thirty people who completed it that week. There's suddenly a time estimate on it. Oh glorious.
1: <laughs> um, let, let's keep going. Uh, next next response comes from Sir Polygon, who says, "Too many, the Warriors Street brawl and the 1989 TMNT XBLA one come to mind." Dude, a 1989 TMNT game is
3: so good. Yeah, man. I'm sure someone at Achievement Fest will have that for sure.
0: Oh, definitely.
3: Which I don't you need me to
1: help. Now that I think about I'll it. Help. I don't think you ever. I don't think I ever finished that L. I think we like we're going to, and then it got canceled, and oh, we just never went back um, to that.
3: I think I deleted.
1: Oh, how convenient! <laughs> I remember that. Uh, I remember that when uh, oh, Zoo Tycoon pops up.
3: Oh, I'll help you anytime, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I never did complete that game. I want to complete that. I love that game so much. It's one of the few NES games I've actually played. All right, and then. Last response comes from Katie who says bully the JP version. I That's want probably 50, the highest profile game.
3: I want fifty cent Blood on the Sand, Japanese version. Okay. Yes.
0: Thomas and I were That's, actually talking about that in the drive up. I would love what? to do that.
3: That's uh That is wild. Well, it's compatible now, so it doesn't really apply but that
1: game so was, how many people talk about the game i know nothing about it I've never played it
2: oh it's so great and the reason it's so great is because you wouldn't think that it's great but it's great
0: i don't like shooters and i like that game it is so fun
2: that
1: literally speaks volumes about it if sarah likes it
0: it was so much fun all
1: right but as for me for my answer i didn't have a good answer coming into this So I I actually just went on TA and just went in delisted games and tried to find something. And I also wanted to try to find something that was delisted and digital only. Like in my mind, if there's a physical version, it kind of defeats the spirit of the question. Like I saw Deadpool. Well, if I want to play Deadpool, I could just go buy it. It's on eBay. But I did come up with two games. The first one, and I noticed one Sarah's gonna love, and she's actually even brought it up a world for Kathleen's on the windows. Yeah, that's a great one. To be able to say I got the series completion on that would be cool. You know, I love a world for Kathleen's. I love a kingdom for Kathleen's. We need a remaster of that. That would be great. Yes,
0: yes, please, Microsoft, please, yeah. please,
3: yeah. please. Reboot
1: the series. Just Bring anything. Back. Give me more of that game. I love yes. those games. They're so good.
3: Yes. And the avatar.
0: Yes.
3: You walk
1: around. Yes. Yes. I I, say it all the time. I miss the avatars. Yes.
0: And Kenny, I have the series completion. Sorry.
1: <sighs> what? <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not actually surprised.
3: Sarah, I could not get that last. That's annoying. Yeah. And that's in one of those uneven gamers. Share each other's laptops too. And Windows games?
0: There is a machine there that has all games for Windows Live that's coming. And then, in the past, we've had a computer with all those Win 8s. Like, somebody did, uh, or a bunch of people did, Disney Fairy Treasures last year. Yeah, Triple Triad played that for a solid six hours last year. It's
3: not short. No, 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 that's not. not He
0: he was getting pretty frustrated with it, too. But uh, that was toward the latter end of Achievement Fest, when we're all sleep-deprived and getting a little cranky. and.
3: I'd be the guy there videotaping, blackmailing.
0: <laughs> I should have gotten a picture of Triad playing it. He Aww. was glued to that thing. Wild. And I'm pretty sure. Then, it I've, I
1: also. I've, oh god.
0: No, I say I think Kronos played it last year too, or is it two years ago? But also, same thing, glued to the machine and looking very frustrated.
1: Wild. Uh, the other game that I found, and I know. Really, nothing about it other than it just looks like an iPhone game, uh, Zoo Tycoon Friends uh, with the Windows platform.
0: I think I've played that. Maybe
1: I love Zoo Tycoon. I love these little games like this. No, um,
0: I'm thinking of. I, I,
1: I've never seen it. I saw like uh there's like a little news thing and it showed when it was announced, and it has like the game trailer. I watched that. So it's like, oh yeah, this looks like a what just. A generic uh, zoo semi-game semi on a phone. I'm here for it. I would like to play it.
0: No, I apologize. I was con- getting that like, confused with the Connectables thing that they had on the Windows phone in oh. Win 8.
1: I know that name. I never played Connectable. And uh, uh, right.
3: Michelle and I have a yeah. friend who uh, got hurt.
1: All right. But, um, yeah. Sarah, why don't I throw it to you?
0: All right. Let me read some uh, VIP answers here. Uh, Walk a pill. I would like to play Batman Arkham Asylum uh, is it the Japanese and the 360 or the Japanese 360 stack I wasn't sure of the wording That's there
1: Probably Japanese 360 <laughs> okay I cannot imagine he <laughs> doesn't have a 360.
0: I, I figured that was the case but the comma had a weird placement and um, all right he's a, he is a, ah, I see he, he's completed five editions of Arkham Asylum and wouldn't mind completing them all with the final sixth stack. And that makes sense. Um, I think Bango has completed every single available Arkham Asylum.
1: I think so. I know ZZ Urban Spaceman has done it all as well. Actually, I think he's completed like everything Arkham.
0: Okay. That's impressive.
1: They're great games. They are good. I should complete that.
0: Um, and it, the...
1: Um... Oops, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, no. Go ahead. I, I was about to read the next answer, but go
1: ahead. Oh. I was just going to say, it's the um, free throw perfection or whatever that achievement is called. I forget now. That stops me from doing all the combat in one move. Could never get the hang of it. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Continue with the next one.
0: Um, I think the next one is a repeat answer, because we already heard from Ohiozo, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Come on, L.
0: <laughs> don't think we want just to... Just say it how- again. Ohio really, really <laughs> wants to play know. Hasbro uh. game night.
1: <laughs> yeah, he wants to play it so bad, he answers <laughs> twice.
0: <laughs>
1: Damn
3: it, L.
0: Oh, was actually tied to my answer, because my answer is Uno Rush, uh, the XVLA XB- title. So that is the game that's pre- preventing me from getting 100% series completion for the Uno games. So, yeah. Uh, Haizo ah, and I have plans to play it this weekend. He uh, volunteered to be my UNO buddy, so that'd actually be to give us a series completion for both of us, because that's the only game that both of us are missing, oh, nice. so yes. I'm excited, it's a, according to TA, it's a two to three hour completion, so I think we can easily uh, knock it out. We just need to find two people with copies, and I think we have, so hopefully we can knock it out this weekend, and finally I can get 100% in the UNO series.
1: Nice. So, now the real question is do you have a webcam with this?
0: <laughs> vision cam. Vision
3: cam. That's <laughs> vision, yeah. yes, vision cam. My bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> goodness. So, Sarah, how many Uno games are there? Six. Uh, really? There's six Uno games? I was thinking <laughs> yeah, there's three. Yeah,
0: there's 360 uh,
3: and the one.
0: So there's, so there's the one, and then there's a stack called Uno and Friends Windows and Windows Phone. Then there's Uno Windows Phone, and then yeah, there's the 360, and then there's Uno Rush.
1: That is wild.
0: And yes, yeah, so I've played five of the six.
1: That is wild. There's that much Uno. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think the majority of them are delisted.
1: Probably.
2: Well, at least two are Windows Phone, right? So I mean, they're they're obliterated. Yeah. They're like a step beyond the listed.
0: And the Windows one, I don't remember the. Oh no, they shut that game down. The Uno and Friends server closure.
2: Right, right.
1: Yeah, it looks like just uh, Uno is available.
3: Uno,
0: which I boosted with this community a long time ago.
3: Yay!
1: I know I played that as well. Uno? Actually,
5: Brook did as well. Yeah, I was gonna say Brook yeah. was there, mm-hmm.
1: but I don't remember anyone else. I think Deaf Dealers was there.
0: I remember Kronos being there.
1: I have no idea at this point. Been too long. Wow, that was four years over four years ago. I did that. Jeez. Well, that will do it for that part of the show. Uh that's the last of responses. Anybody have any other games you want to mention real quick before we continue? Nope. All right. Well, in that case, let's get on over to the game showcase and I'll go first. Um, I've been playing a game and I actually wound up streaming this uh, Saturday. If that's not up on the YouTube on our YouTube channel, I will put it up there so you can see how I did on it. Um, I've been playing a game Exo Primal. Now, this is a new game came out July 14th. I wanted to play it really, really bad last week, but was not able to. Uh, But I was able to dive into it Saturday. Like I said, I streamed it. This is not necessarily what I thought it was going to be. So I remember seeing this game when Capcom first uh, put a trailer on E3 or something a couple of years ago. I don't remember what it was. And all I remember was seeing a third person shooter lots of dinosaurs and I went, "I have to play this this looks great and I really didn't do any other looking into the game just because I was excited there was no re- I knew I wanted to play it there's no reason to uh do more look well looking into it get my get more hyped and then when it came to game pass, it's just like all right now we have to play it. I went into this expecting it it to be uh, more left for daddy where it's like the horn mode or you're just in an environment, impossible odds, dinosaurs everywhere trying to kill you. But to my surprise, it is actually a, a multiplayer hero class shooter game. Now, there is a campaign, and when I say there is a campaign, I mean there's a campaign. It kind of does the whole thing like Titanfall 1 did, where you're online, you have to play multiplayer, and as you're doing multiplayer missions, you know there's some sort of a story going on. I, I don't really much care about the story. From the little bit of the scenes that I've watched, it's like, ah, oh, this might be intriguing, this might be interesting, but... All in all, I don't really care. I just want to go shoot dinosaurs and have fun. And the game is a lot of fun. If you like hero shooters such as like an Overwatch, this would probably be worth a, a try. Um, it definitely is team-based, co-op. You Trying to jump in by yourself and not being on the mic would be terrible uh, because you do need coordination. So let me explain how this game actually works um you get into you get into the game and like i said it's always online it's a 5v5 uh, multiplayer game and you have different objectives that you need to complete and essentially you need to complete all the objectives before the opponent the, the opponent's team to completes theirs so like you first start off and there might be the object be the objective to kill like a hundred and fifty raptors, and then once you complete that, you can move to the next area, and then you have to complete then you have to kill hundred and twenty raptors and six pterodons. Then you move to the next one, and there's a Carnotaurus that you have to kill. Something like that. They change up depending upon where it is. They change up the amount and the dinosaurs they have to do. And like I said, you have to complete them and as as you complete the different objectives, the different areas um, the game will actually tell you you're completing, you're completing this faster than your opponents or you're completing it slower than the enemy team when you go through and you complete all the objectives you then get transported to the final mission, if you completed your objectives faster than the enemy team then you get a little bit of a head start If you complete them slower, then obviously you're you're behind, so you want to complete the objectives faster. Now, the final mission is one of two options. It's either PvE with a little bit of PvP mixed in, or it's just straight PvP. The PvE is... You have to... There's like a little beacon that you have to go to and you have to protect it. And as your your team stands around it, like the, the countdown goes. And when it reaches a hundred percent, then you go to the next area, rinse and repeat. And just whoever can um like build their beacons. The first wins. And where the little bit of PVE aspect or PVP comes into play with that is there's these things called dominators that will appear and when you pick pick it up, you go and get to there's only one on each map. You get to pick up the Dominator, and when you activate it, you transform into a dinosaur, into like one of the boss dinosaurs, and you're teleported to the enemy team, and now you get to wreck havoc on them. So if you've played Left For Dead, think of it when you get to be the tank in the multiplayer. Now for the PVE or PvP aspect of the game. If you've played Overwatch or any game similar to that where you have to, like, push the the payload to a certain area, that's very similar how it is. You are—you have, like, some sort of, like, a box. They call it a data something or other. I, I forget. Data cube, I believe. And you basically just have to escort it through hordes of dinosaurs to the end area. That when it gets there, you have to stand by it and protect it and let it upload, and then whoever uploads their data cube first wins. Now, because it's PvP, you do get access to like the Dominator, but also along the lines of that eventually you'll come across your, the opposing team, and then you could sit there and actually kill them, destroy their data cube. When their data cube is damaged, it um, moves slower, and then when it eventually gets destroyed, then they have to rebuild it and continue from there yeah that's basically the game. There's no like just straight um single player. It's always online. You always have to play with a team and against another team there's cross cross play enabled, so you can play with playstation or p c or whatever and like I said, it's a hero shooter, so you have different classes. you have your assault class, your support class, your tank class, and then there's different um suits. There's like there's different Iron Man suits, let's be honest, that's what they all look like. There are they there's like different Iron Man suits. Some of them have um in like the assault mode, they have just swords on their arms, so you just so it's a primarily melee type class. Then there's others with different guns or whatever. There's a whole bunch of classes I'm not going to go through them all. And it's cool because like as you play through, you get XP, you level up and it unlocks different mods for your for your suits. And yeah. If you like online hero shooters, give this a try. It's on Game Pass. Exoprimal is a lot of fun. Um looking on TA, it's an eighty to a hundred hour completion. So if this isn't your thing, like I know Sarah has basically <laughs> spaced out on this one. <laughs> this is totally not her game.
0: I was gonna ask you <laughs> if you noticed the completion time, because I'm like I was going to ask, is this something you're aspiring to complete?
1: So, I will say this. It's completable. If you go through the achievements, none of them are like, complete the game while one arm is tied behind your back and it's on the super, super, super difficult mode or anything like that. None of them are really skill-based. There's some RNG type stuff. Like you have achievements for killing a T Rex or killing a Triceratops or something like that. They're like the boss dinosaurs. And there's a little bit of RNG because not the same dinosaur doesn't pop up all the time. And you have to be the one that gives the killing blow. So if you have a group, you can say, hey, let me, you know, everyone weaken it and then just let me finish it off so I can get the achievement. But you have to also. Hope that that one pops up.
0: So it's boostable. Um,
1: yes, it is boostable. Eventually. So
0: with the eighty to hundred hours, it's is it just more grindy to get to that point?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely just going to be more grindy. Like all the assault classes. Um, for every single suit, there's a kill one thousand dinosaurs. For all of the tank classes, there's absorb 10,000 damage. And then for all of the, like the supports, it's heal 10,000 health. So that's where a lot of your achievements lie. Um, You know, I'm, I'm looking, and then there's just like essentially just different achievements for unlocking this, unlocking suits and upgrading them and stuff like that.
2: I'm looking through the list right now. And, uh, you know, I I get what you're saying. And um, so Game Pass game, right? It's already been tracked by a ridiculous number. 75,000 people have played ExoPrimal already, uh, or Uh have tracked it on TA. That's certainly not representative of the number who've actually played it. Um, And looking at the two least tracked achievements, the next last one is to collect 50 modules. That one's been tracked by about 800 people. And then there's a sharp dip to the last one, which has only been tracked by 41 people, and that's to eliminate 100,000 dinosaurs. So... I just this just leads to a pair of questions, to kind of get a sense of that because I guess this is where the eighty to one hundred hour estimate comes from. How long does a game typically take, and how many month or how many uh, dinosaurs do you tend to eliminate <laughs> in the span of one game?
6: Hmm.
1: So I stream for I want to say roughly three and a half four hours. In that time, I played. Six to eight. Um, I, I think I played about six or seven games. So I guess roughly a game takes about 20 to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I want to say after about my fifth game or so, I unlocked the Kill 1000 Dinosaurs um, okay. achievement. So roughly probably about two to 300 kills a game. Obviously, if that was my very first time playing that, so i had no idea what i was doing going in now now i have like an idea and if i had an actual team that i was playing with and we were able to coordinate you'll probably get more than that but you're not racking out a thousand kills a game there is no way that's happening
2: okay yeah just it seems like that's like exactly what you said it's not a skill-based thing it's it's just putting time into game in the game so it's I mean, these ratios probably won't settle all that much because it is a Game Pass game, so there's always going to be a new influx of people who just dabble. Uh, how hard is it to get on your tag?
1: I was actually just about to say it. So when you first start the game, it takes you right to a tutorial. Beating that tutorial gives you an achievement. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to get it get it on your tag very, very easily, very quickly. Before, before you have time to go, oh, I hate this game, <laughs> you're probably going <laughs> to have it on your tag. So if it's something you want to try and you're a completionist, I would try it on a different tag. But like I said, it's going to be a game that's going to be able to be boostable. The problem with this game, though, when it comes, when we talk about boosting and it's the nature of the video game industry right now, unfortunately, I cannot foresee this game having a long life. It's a server-based game. So it would not surprise me if three years from now we're here and exoprimal servers are going down because there's just there's, there's a million of these games, you know, Fortnite apex like I love this game. I think it's a lot of fun. I think if people who like to jump on the that kind of train with these type of games will like this game, but because there's so many there's so much competition in this in this world. I don't see it having long life and it won't be long until who made this again. Oh yeah. Capcom. I could see them shutting down the servers in a few years and then this wound up just going away side. And we talking about what game would you like to play? That's delisted. And this being brought up in (laughs) years from now. So Kenny, so I can see like a couple of months or even a year down the road, like when this, when the servers aren't as populated, yeah, we could probably get some boost groups together and we just, you know, try to match and if we don't back out, try again. But who knows? I hope I'm wrong. I hope it stays around for a while and gets lots of updates. So how does matchmaking work? And how many
3: people can you have in your party and can you play with your friends in the party?
1: So it's 5v5. Okay. And you can create a party. So for a, for a couple of games, a f- couple of final games, I actually had Nate uh, play with me. Whoa. He was supposed to be here tonight, and I was going to be able to talk about this with him because he's also really enjoyed this game. He's probably put in about 20 hours. Um, it's play
0: anywhere. But you can boost it in the ocean with him right
1: now. <laughs> yes. There we go. Yeah, come on, Nate. Put your, put your toesies in the sand or in the water, <laughs> okay.
3: and let's play. Get a Wi-Fi booster and then boost it.
1: So. <laughs> but yeah, 5v5, you can create a party. I will say... um how do i put this so in order to unlock more levels and more progression and hordes in the game god this is so stupid even when i'm just thinking about this I'm about to say it's such a stupid progression it's awful you have to complete the campaign and when i say by complete the campaign you have to watch the videos so as you play through the game there's like medals or different like objectives that you um, kind of in game ob- objectives that you unlock, and as you unlock them it unlocks like the next part of the campaign. What you have to do is you when you're on the main menu, you scroll all the way to the right and then you have to uh what is it the archives that you go into and in the bottom left hand corner there's like a button where you actually have to watch the video. as you watch those videos, you get access to new hordes new levels. If you if you were like me and had no idea that that was ever a thing, you would literally just play like those same two levels with the same group of dinosaurs constantly coming at you over and over, and it's gonna get boring super quickly. Fortunately, Nate knew about this, told me, so I was able to unlock some new stuff. So I wasn't just playing the same thing over and over.
0: So what if you if that doesn't make sense? So what if you like okay. cut the cut? What if you skip the cutscenes like Corey does? Like, do you just never unlock anything
1: else? It just needs to have credit that you watched it. Okay. I, w- while, I while I was streaming, I wasn't going to watch all the cutscenes. I was sitting there skipping them. Okay. You can go back through and watch them later on if you want to. I mean, it's Capcom. It probably has some goofy story to it. There's The story, it's something multiversal. uh, they're trying to do experiments and gather humans or the AI is trying to gather data on humans and how we react to different situations. So they're putting wow, you into Andy. hordes against yeah, it, It's weird. Yeah. It's an AI takeover thing. It's really great this time of year or this time right now when AI is taking over everything IRL. <laughs>
3: You're skipping cutscenes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is a game you don't play for cutscenes. Just
3: as people were starting to tell you and Corey apart, you're going to start skipping cuts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, if I'm playing like a Mass Effect or an Elder Scrolls or something like that, I'm watching the cutscenes. When it comes to more or less a free-to-play game like this, it's not free-to-play, but a game like this, you
3: don't need to watch
1: cutscenes. They don't matter.
3: It's like that awesome Titanfall story. Uh, Okay, never mind. Yeah. Carry on.
1: Can you tell me a thing about Titanfall One campaign? Not two, because two campaign two is freaking amazing, and everyone should experience that. Titanfall One, no one knows anything that's going on, but yeah, that's Exoprimal. If you don't have Game Pass, it's a sixty dollars game. I don't know if I'd spend that. To be completely honest, because I just I see this game is going to go down in a few years, but if you got money to burn and you like these type of games and you don't care. Yeah, you're gonna have fun for sixty bucks. So
0: would forty be more of an appropriate price? You feel like coming out of the gate? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd spend forty bucks on this, and it's got a physical version.
0: There you go. You can have it forever.
1: That's actually Delighted. wild. I did not think they would make a actual physical version of this game. Hmm. That's cool.
0: There you go. Come oh, to a achievement oh, fast oh. in four years and play it again. <laughs>
1: The game preservation part of me loves that it's on physical. I love that. It's great.
3: Not the cheap-ass part.
1: Oh, no. He loves that it's on Game Pass and didn't <laughs> have to pay for it.
3: Because
1: yes. otherwise, I would have been saving up all my Microsoft rewards for the next couple of months, so I got this. But yeah, that's all I got on
3: ExoPrimal. Um, recommend overall.
1: Oh, yeah. Highly recommend. You got If you got Game Pass and you don't care about your tag... I would, throw, I would throw it. I throw on there, and I totally say that because I there's, there's no no chance in hell Sarah's putting this on her. No, nope.
0: just just the like. Honestly, the game just doesn't appeal to me. I'm not in the hero sh- hero shooters. I'm really, not into dinosaurs. Like, Ugh. just
1: I love dinosaurs. Hero <laughs> shooters, dinosaurs. Like, just this... you got me hordes. Horde Mode, Left for Dead type? No,
0: i have done. Yeah, this was yeah, a kind of game from off the this bat. This is like the antithesis of me. Like, Ooh,
1: good word. <laughs> Fancy word. That's the educational portion.
0: <laughs> See, i have just hitting all notes tonight.
1: <laughs> but what game is... What is a Sarah game? What, what do you want to talk <laughs> so about? So
0: speaking of Game Pass games, I also played a Game Pass game, but before I talk about this Game Pass game, I want to briefly touch on a game I finished shortly before this. So, Because um, this kind of ties into Achievement Fest. So, I borrowed Bioshock German Edition from Triple Triad and realized in June okay, I should probably play it and return it to him. So, the problem is I started this game in the middle of a race to 97% completion with Wild West. Uh, he ended up beating me because I started this game. So... Just putting that out there that Just blame triple I Triple love... <laughs> Yes, it's Triple Triads' fault for loaning me this Absolutely. game and me putting <laughs> it off for eleven months. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. So uh, yeah, it was fun to play Bioshock again. This is the fourth stack I've completed of it. So I've done about one per year over the last four years. Um. So yeah, I've done the Korean, Japanese regular 360, and now I've completed the German stack. So the only one I've not done is the remastered.
3: And when you play, though, figure. are the menus different in-game, or is it all...
0: Um, so, uh, the Japanese menu was the only one that was different. Um, oh, yeah, small... Google
1: Translate!
0: <laughs> um, I don't remember. That one was the second time I played it, which I think was three years ago. Um, the Korean one was the first one I played and that was full English, you wouldn't have been able to tell the difference Um, but special uh, PSA for foreign stacks, like the German one, so the Brass Balls achievement, you have to switch your region download the the title update, thinking you're in Germany, and that's how you are able to complete the game
1: What? Yes That's weird
0: but you get the free tonics and all that, but you have to, if you want the German, if you want to complete this game, you have to download the title update while being in Germany. I mean, your region, that is. Unless you have oodles huh. of money to fly to Germany legitimately, but... Uh, but, yeah, that just, with that. but yeah, just a PSA on if you're doing these uh, Bioshock title updates on a... Uh, you know the newer console, you have to switch your region to download the appropriate title update. So yeah, oh,
1: that's good to know for anyone that, for yeah. some reason, wants to do a German <laughs> version of Bioshock,
0: <laughs> or the Korean, or the Japanese.
1: At least there's work around. or or the others.
0: <laughs> but yeah, easy workaround. But just a PSA because I couldn't figure out why mine wouldn't unlock at first, and it's because yeah, I didn't have the DLC installed. Interesting. So, anyways, on to my actual game. Uh, so, I'm not going to say a whole lot about this game because I think it's already been on the panel twice. Uh, so, the game that I have played is Grim Fandango. Uh <laughs> awesome. I, Yes. Uh, I personally think it's the worst of the three LucasArts <laughs> games that was put on Game Pass. Somebody just
3: yelled oh, at you. You know who loves this game? Chewy.
0: Chewy. Yeah. Yes, he is probably screaming in Scottish.
4: He's, oh God! Fist in the air with his
0: kelts, or kilt, <laughs> yelling all Braveheart style. I got that right, right?
3: Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> That's where rookies are from, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so, but. Uh, I think Nate had talked about this with the tank controls. Like, that is definitely uh, very obnoxious. That's uh, a dumb achievement. It is. It is so dumb. But uh, I think I, Michelle had mentioned in the past, too, that, like, it's annoying at first, but you eventually get the hang of it. And, sure. Um, but the problem is I played this in very, very slow settings over the last six months. Uh. So... So every time I picked it up, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It has tank controls and had to, you know, get reacquainted with the game, reoriented. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, for those who are living under a rock, this is a point and click LucasArts game from back of the day. Uh, I really honestly can't say anything extra special about it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, in... So I did finish it finally uh, before I left for Human Fest, but I know it's only a six to eight hour game, but it felt so painfully long. Uh, Oof! Thomas and I were talking about it, and it's just like this game felt like an eternity, even though it's only six to eight hours. But I think it's just because I feel like the majority of games that most people are playing, like anything for under under or over four hours, just feels like an eternity. Like it's just the more the era and feel that we're in.
1: I think, too, yeah. Most point and clicks do feel like an eternity.
2: Yeah, I think you also you'd mentioned that you played this over a span of months, and that only serves to make it feel even longer. You play point and clicks generally because, obviously, trying to figure out the puzzles in them, but also because of the narrative and what's actually happening. They're very story driven generally. And if you're breaking up the story in these once every other month sort of chunks, you lose the thread of it, and it becomes less engaging.
0: That is a one hundred percent true. I probably did not do a service to this game. I'm sure Chewy is probably yelling at me for the way that I played it. <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing is like, like man, because it's broken up in four years, and you're year one to quite some time. I'm like, man, I know it's a six to eight, but year one took me, like, I think close to two hours? Hour and a half? And then... Oof. Yeah, and year two was long, but, that, but yeah, year three and three, year four were very short, so I was able to wrap up the last part of the game very, very quickly. Um, but as far as the achievements, uh, there's a lot of missables in this game, so uh, I know most people on this panel are anti-guide, but I can't see. No. You. How are you going to know all those achievements? Like there are so many that are easily missable.
1: It's a point point. click. Use a use a guy. We get went through the. You know,
3: we we did the happy medium where we used a guy, but we listened to all the dialogue. We didn't skip it. So. Mm. Skip it. No, you jerk.
2: Now the the characters. I, so <laughs> well, of the, of the the funny game uh, games that had come out in this. Genre. Right? So it was. It was um, this game, uh, Grim Fandango, Full Throttle, and um, Day of the Tentacle. Day Is that of, the other Day one. Tentacle. Yeah. Yes. yes. So yes. they are uh, of those three. This was my favorite, and I thought it was like because I just I loved the characters. I was <sighs> the most invested in in what they were doing and and their stories and whatever else. And and if you mash through, it's a six to eight hour button mashing game that has no value to you and it will i'm not saying that's what you did sarah cuz I, I don't know but like i could see that by i
3: could look
2: at her face like right, like gameplay wise and all that <laughs> like it doesn't play as smoothly as the other ones there is sort of a a, a little bit of like a, a jankiness in walking around so just in terms of those real surface level elements of the game if that's how you're playing it 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 is The bomb them, but in terms of the writing and the characters and other people who will make an argument for Day of the Tentacle, I feel like Full Throttle is usually kind of the one at the bottom of the list. But this for me was my favorite (laughs) of the bunch.
0: My favorite was Full Throttle.
2: Why?
3: Go figure.
0: I I liked the humor of Full Throttle. Like I really like. I know it's cheesy, but the guy repeatedly. I'm not putting my lips on that. Like Mm -hmm. oh, it tickled my soul
3: you like those macho guys
0: yes i'm really into beefcakes yeah (laughs) um anyways (laughs) uh and then there's a song on uh when you go to that house the the guy that's singing about the apocalypse uh that song is so catchy and it's amazing and if you actually listen to it it's quite fantastic
4: yeah all of those are just
0: So, I'm sorry, guys. Grim Fandango was a little lackluster for me, like, and I—it's due to playing in disjointed pieces for sure.
1: I find it funny that I brought an anti-Sarah game and you brought an and you brought an anti-Kenny game.
0: So uh yeah like i said this i know this game has been talked about to death so I, i'm guessing oh, nobody has it, any
2: further questions it's awesome it, so. to bring up other viewpoints and and you know because mm-hmm. as much as a game may be beloved by 90 of players there are the like 10 who don't get it or it's not for them and it's it's always good to hear the different viewpoints that are out there
0: um and as a whole i i enjoy point-and-click games like i've played a lot of them and i love the wallace and grama games those were awesome um But yeah, this one did just—it did not uh, jingle my jollies.
3: Aww. Now I can't tell you from (laughs) off
0: because he and I have the same haircut, virtually. So I I mean, mean,
3: kind (laughs) of soccer mom. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I never think of those games as point and click. Walk around and
2: chat with people. Did that's that general click adventure Did it have click, catch all yeah. that TA has it for it these. Inventory.
0: Yeah, his inventory.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think too, these games, um, that one doesn't have as many red herrings, and that's definitely something I get what you're saying, because like there there's this like Oh, that's nice. Subclassification within point and clicks where, like, I feel like there are just always, like, a billion things in your inventory that you never use. Uh, um, and I don't think that's as prevalent in, uh, in, in, uh, wow, uh, Ingram Fandango. <clears throat> Who was that big
3: dude oh. that you really liked?
2: Gurhoof? No, it's not Grew-hoof. That's someone else. <laughs> uh, Grew- Oh, man, my. What's his name? Girl, girl, the,
0: the sidekick? The large... Yeah, rash. Garfield. Yeah.
4: Creature?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Gerhoof is from on the Once Upon a Monster. Uh, that was not the right... But it's it's That's something... That's an
3: amazing
2: choice. Something like that. Well, it's also Tim Schaefer, right? So it's, you know, not that far... Not that far removed. Oh man, Gal, g- uh, something with the hmm. like
1: ten minutes from now when we're in the next game, someone's I know, it's just gonna, gonna, gonna be like,
2: "Oh, that's his name." Oh uh, man, oh Gladys. Gladys, okay, Gladis, definitely a Gladys. Gladys? G L O. I'm glad
1: I wasn't <laughs> the only one just "Oh yeah, 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 yeah."
0: Ugh. I just heard GLaDOS,
3: but yeah. Oh, GLaDOS.
2: <laughs> yes, GLaDOS. There we go. It's the the vocal cords or part of the vocal cords, but also the name of a character. Right. <laughs> I'll remember that next time.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, if that's it for Grim Fandango, uh, Michelle, why don't you go next? I will. What, game you, yeah, what do you want to talk about?
2: I'm really glad you brought a new game today, Kenny, because I think we're all doing retreads otherwise, but that is okay. Um, I am going to talk about Heartbox, which I think I might have talked about on the panel ages ago. So that's your limitations. You? I, I, I may have brought it up in passing. And the reason why is because Heartbox is a free-to-play uh puzzle game on windows platform so it's a great game for loading up on your laptop and uh trying to play here and there it is a sort of kind of physics puzzler it's all 2d single screen you play as a screen essentially and you have to navigate the screen from wherever point it starts the puzzle level in at to um like a little red bucket essentially like a red wooden box kind of thing uh, and they introduce different types of elements to the game that progressively get more different so at the beginning you're just dealing with things like springs and um, you know maybe elements that move back and forth and by the end there are magnetized platforms that you have to use to to attract the box and move it into things or there will be um, uh, there, there will be like bowling balls you have to use to push items so that you can get the The box into the final destination uh it's an okay puzzle game and especially for free it's it's good to start with uh it's easy to get on your tag i the first achievement is for getting 100 coins so that's not something you would necessarily do like right away on your first level as i recall but you would get it on your tag pretty quickly so if it's something where you have a little hesitation you may want to keep that in mind I think TA has it listed as a 20 to 25 hour completion. And it's because of this, the game has 200 levels. So it's five Oof. worlds, 40 levels apiece, And it's honestly not so bad because when you're playing the levels initially, you can hit the little idea button in the lower left. And that just shows you how to finish the level. And then you can just repeat the steps. Not bad at all. And, and it is one of those free That's to play bad. sort of ad based games. And I don't know if it's just the way that it is on my, uh, my surface, but I imagine it's the the way the ads are for everybody. The ads are not actually videos, even though it says watch this video. It's just a static ad that comes up. You hit X to dismiss it and you're on your way. (laughs) One of those. Right. So it doesn't that the ads are annoying, but they're not super obtrusive. That's Mm. great. What makes the game take a long time is that each level gets, has to be played four different ways. The first way is your standard way. And also keep in mind too, you have to play them in succession. So You play the stage the first way, which is just normal. No time limit. You're just looking at the different um, elements in the puzzle and trying to get to the end. The second way is the energy mode. The energy mode basically means you have a limited amount of time. This can be difficult because of Mm. memorizing patterns. But if you want to, you can... "Quote unquote," buy energy by watching an ad, which is you know, click on something, dismiss it, and now you'll get more time to do the level. Not super terrible either. That's Once you finish that mode, I think it might actually be called discharge mode. The next one after that is this mode where there are these flying uh, boxing gloves that come toward the the monitor as you're playing. So while you're trying to navigate the monitor to the ending you have to make sure to tap on the gloves and you can do this either with a touch screen or with a mouse you have to tap on the gloves so that they don't touch the the monitor but this is also not timed and then there's a final mode which is the rubber ducky mode where now instead of playing as the monitor you're playing as a rubber duck which has slightly different physics and instead of getting into a red box you're getting you're trying to get the rubber duck into a bathtub again physics are slightly different because the duck is a lighter weight And while you're trying to maneuver this duck to the end of the level, footballs are coming at you, and it's timed. So, um, yeah, playing each of the levels four times is a little monotonous, but they're different enough where it's not awful. The problem that I've been having with it, uh, and I didn't realize this until very recently, is... Actually, on my Surface, which again may not be an issue, I'm, I'm on a Surface 6. It's, you know, a few years old at this point and wasn't the top level one when I bought it. I was playing through this one stage and really struggling because you had to drop the box through some spikes that would come in and out. And there was just no way I could drop this, the box down fast enough. I kept losing every time. And I thought to myself, I think I might need to close the game and restart it. And I did. And it moved faster. So the game actually starts lagging as you're playing it. Making Weird. the stuff harder to do for the most part. So every few levels, I have to start it, I have to close it and reopen it, so it moves at the speed it's supposed to move at. Uh, the other issue I have um, is my uh, my surface, unfortunately, has a couple of little dead spots on the touchscreen. Oh. So every now and again, I'm sliding a magnet up to do what I have to do, and it's just like, oh wait, your touchscreen doesn't work there, and then the box goes flying off into the distance, which isn't super <laughs> exciting. Um, all of that said, it's it's actually a pretty solid little puzzle game. And for free, that's totally fine. You can purchase the ability to get rid of the ads. There's really no reason to do that. It's a decent game if you're into preloading for certain contests. It doesn't have super, super high ratios. It's, I think, a 2,600 for the thousand. But there's a lot of stuff that's very backloaded if you wait to so their achievements attached to buying different cosmetics. Buy all the purple skins. Buy all the pink skins. Buy all the yellow skins. And these are things you can obviously wait to do. The three achievements I have left are for, fee- for beating the game in those other three game modes. So I've opened up every level in the basic game mode, but I haven't done the other ones. And I think those are all 70 base and worth like 350 to 400 TA. So you can just work on them for whatever time and leave it so you just have that last level. So I, I'm doing what I typically do in puzzle games. I'm working backwards. So I started at the back level and I'm working my way back to the easiest ones at the beginning. So... When I get there, I can just knock it out and be done with it. Uh, all that to say, if you're looking for a free-to-play game on a portable device that you have, if you're interested in keeping Achievement Streaks going, it, it's completable but maybe difficult. So if you're not super into your completion percentage, you could do worse than Heartbox. It is... I've enjoyed it for the most part. I've just gotten somewhat frustrated on those rubber ducky levels where you have footballs and a timer and the lag that seems to be happening from the game, whether it's from my surface or just from the way the game has coded itself. So, I don't know.
1: You might have talked about this. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure. But I didn't recognize this game. And I was actually watching a couple of videos on this.
2: This actually looks fun.
1: I mean, I wouldn't want to play this with a mouse and keyboard, but if this was on my phone, <laughs> I would totally try this.
2: I, you know, I, I I don't honestly, I try to look back always and see what's been discussed before bringing something to the panel. And there's a part in my brain that thinks maybe I discussed this at some point because I just hadn't really played anything else, but it's possible I didn't. And it is a pretty fun game, like figuring out the different puzzles. And the fact that it has that built-in mechanic where you can see the solution really helps especially when you're going through and doing the replays of the other levels so i like i said i finished the first the initial run of 200 i wouldn't recommend doing it that way i would recommend doing the levels and doing all four of them concurrently while you know the solution to the puzzle because for a lot of them now i've had to replay the first version of it because the second one is the timed one and i just don't have enough time to take the puzzle in and then try it out and do the trial and error to figure out how the puzzle works um and for the most part it's not super twitchy but like the puzzle i was most recently doing it involves magnets and spikes you have to raise the box up just enough so it gets over these spikes and then raise it with a magnet on the left side and like i said because of my touchscreen problem and mouse and keyboard works but you know i'm not super good at using uh, you know mouse to do these things that was a pain in the neck to get through on a on a timer uh, and i don't know how i'm going to do it when i'm also trying to knock away gloves and and footballs i haven't gotten that far yet but it it is fun it is a good game to have in your back pocket just ready to go if you need something to play if you have the time to play something casually like in between things it's a good pick
1: so when you say there's 200 levels Mm -hmm. is there 200 different levels and four versions of each one so there's like you gotta play like 800
2: puzzles or is there like 50 levels yeah so, again, it's... it's.
0: Ooh, that's ooh. beefy. That's a lot. That is, that is very yeah,
4: beefy.
2: Yeah, so it's five worlds. And each each world is split up into 40 levels, which is broken down into 20 levels apiece because each set of 20 levels features a different element. So, like I said before, there are springs that are one of them. There's these like uh, ninja stars that kind of rotate back and forth that you have to avoid. Um, and they're progressively more difficult. So the first stage is always... Here's how you use the toaster. Okay, now you know you use the toaster. Now we're gonna introduce the toaster and add a spring, and and so that's why, like I said, there's there may not be a whole lot of wisdom in working backwards because you haven't learned the stuff yet. So if you're starting new, just like I said, do the levels all through. Do the first level, second, third, fourth. Just knock them all out so that when you get to the end, you're, you're already you don't have to remember the levels that you did earlier. Like if you want to save like the first level. So, that you can save that achievement for later for whatever reason, go for it. But otherwise, just play them sequentially as you go through. But it's, it's a 20, 25 hour completion because of that, because you do have to play through the levels quite a bit.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. When you. Sounds very free to play ish. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Free to play Windows can, puzzle game immediately made me think of Tinker. And that's kept what I kept picturing in my mind as you're describing it. But. Obviously, Tinker didn't have, like, things hurtling at you, and,
2: uh... I don't think I've played Tinker.
3: That was, uh, Games for Windows.
2: Oh, okay. I recognize the, uh, game tile now, but no, I didn't play that one. Okay.
0: Never mind, you won't be able to answer my questions (laughs) from that
2: then. No, unfortunately not.
1: Yeah, the hard box doesn't look like a terrible game.
2: It It isn't.
1: Could do a whole lot worse with puzzle games.
2: It isn't. And it, similar to what you said with Exo Primal, like, it's completable. It's just it's going to take some time to go through it. There are a couple puzzles that are frustrating, but because you can always look at the solve thing at the beginning... You can find the answer. You don't have to try to pull up a YouTube video against it or anything. It's got that built in already. Sort of the way like uh, Active Neurons has it where you can watch the solution and then play the game. Mm.
0: So have you been trial and erroring, erroring your way through these so far? You haven't used a guide from what it sounds like?
2: When I played through the original set of 200 levels, I played them without any hints. I just went through them. Um, but now that I'm going through and trying to do the other ones, typically what I'll do is I'll start with the first level and try it on my own. And if it takes me more than like four or five tries, I'll just watch the solution for how to get through it and then apply that to the next couple of, uh, next variants of that level. Okay. the variants don't change anything other than the ones where you need to be mindful of the fact that you have stuff flying at you. So you just need to tap on them to dismiss them.
6: All right.
1: Um, If nobody else has anything to add to Hardbox, L, why don't you round this out for the game showcase? What game do you want to talk about? Oh,
3: man. This one. Brand new game from 2005. (laughs) Let's hear it. It is a launch title, Condemned Criminal Origins. And this came out 2005 and I added it to my uh, July 2011 Bean Dive. Didn't play it proper until 2016, I think. And unfortunately, I guess kind of like your Grim Vandango experience, I played it piecemeal. It would show up on RTDL. And it showed up this month on RTTL. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to complete this game. And I had one level left. And so to tell you what this game is, it is a survival horror game. But it's, it's not what you would think of a survival horror because... I and mean, I always think of like Resident Evil, but this is more hand-to-hand combat with occasional shooting. So you're a detective, and there's um, a serial killer you were trying to hunt down named Serial Killer X, or SKX. And there's ten levels, not too many. Each one is about half hour to an hour, with a couple that are less. Find that depending uh, if you know what you're doing. And you go through and you do detective stuff. Like you see some uh, evidence that you have to pick up. Like some fingerprints or anything that you would find at a murder scene. And then you send that in. And since it's 2005, you have this really old looking cell phone. It's Pretty hilarious. And then you send that in. And it's uh, fully voice acted. Uh, the graphics uh, for the time I thought were fine. They definitely aged now to 18-year-old game. Uh, this game is also pretty famous for having only 970 gamer score. Um I think there was supposed to be DLC added, but they screwed up. Do you remember the story with that
2: Michelle? I do. Um the DLC was meant to bring the game to 1,000, but Microsoft's right. policy was that the original 1,000 had to be included with the game. So since the game only released at 970, they couldn't release DLC to bring it to the 1,000. That's if my recollection of it. Sounds, so it, sounds right. at, it. So that started. It just stopped at then. 970. <laughs> Very strict.
3: Fascinating, fascinating. So my RTDL achievement, I believe, was to... Well, I wasn't sure what it was. So I just went through the last level. And the game is also collectible heavy. So there's six birds you have to find at each level. As well as three pieces of metal. So... Once you find the first bird in each level, you get an achievement. And once you find all six birds in each uh, level, you get an achievement as well. And then there's an achievement at the end for all the birds and all the medals, which are the propaganda reports, which I will get back to later. Uh, Along the way, there's achievements for beating the entire game only using melee weapons, so no guns, which is actually not that big a deal. The guns are really nothing special. And you can't even find ammo when you have guns. You have to. Whatever you pick up the gun at, it's how many bullets you have. And you wind up with a a taser, which you wind up using for just about everyone anyway. You tase the enemy when you see it. When you see them, and then uh, they get stunned. And then you can melee them or even take their weapon from them and use it on them. So. There's not much combat in the game, and it's, I don't want to say it's clunky, but it's just kind of there. You whack them with the weapon, you back away, or you could hit the left trigger to block, and then you basically proceed to to uh, blunt force them to death. Sometimes they will uh, go up on their knees, and then you can do a fatality-type move to them. either snap their neck or slam their face to the ground. Fun stuff like that, family-friendly. So for two thousand five, it's it's not bad. So I went through and beat the last level and I noticed that I did not get the achievement uh for finding every type of melee weapon and firearm. So I had to go back through some of the levels and I found and there's a chapter select. And That's good, though. Yeah, that's good. But I didn't know Which things I had found. Because it doesn't track that. Pretty old. It doesn't track that kind of stuff. Understandable. So I did some levels over. That I thought I'd do too many times. And I wound up getting. uh, That achievement. uh, For the uh, melee mayhem. And another one. For finding all the guns. Which is another one. So those pop for me no problem. But there's another achievement uh, for finding all the medals that did not pop for me. And upon looking at the guides and the solutions, people claim that it is buggy. And there's all kinds of theories about this, that when you do the chapter select, and say you did chapter select and you got three medals the first time, all three of three, and then you went in and did it a second time, going for the birds, and then you only got two medals... Uh, People theorized that you would only have two medals found in in that stage. But it Mm. didn't matter. I wound up going through all the levels again and doing all the medals again, and it still didn't pop. And I randomly came across uh, an, an X360A forum post where someone said, here's what I did. I did the first level over, and when it was done, Instead of going to the main menu and, and starting over, I just there's an option right after for restart chapter. And then when you restart the chapter, it remembers which medals you picked up. So when I got the first medal, it said, Oh, you still have three of three. So I said, Hmm, maybe they're onto something. And sure enough, when I got the second medal, it randomly popped for me. Yes. So so that achievement was the death of me. All the other ones popped nice with the chapter select, but that one did not. But if anybody hasn't played this yet or is in the middle of a run and missed something, I guess the just the, the point is just stick with it. I got the completion. And, uh, yeah, I'm done with this one. Nice. Uh, I wanted to point out something interesting that I noticed. And I was talking to Michelle about this. Um, there's an... Uh, there's two endings to this game. Um, And one is for doing one thing, and one is for doing the other thing. I don't want to spoil too much. I know it's an old game, but I'm the anti-spoiler guy, so I have to keep it like that. Basically, you do something nice at the end and uh, something not so nice. (laughs) So, once you do one of them, you watch the credits and you just hit continue and it brings you right to the last boss and you fight him and then you can do the other option. So I was surprised to see that one of the options has 9,000 more uh, track gamers than the other option because you could do both of them in the span of five minutes. That's weird. Yeah. So it's very interesting to me. I don't know how you would
1: like play that and not just be like, hmm, I'm curious and want to do the other one.
3: Oh, yeah, I was talking to you about this. Yeah. That's right. And then we were discussing a similar game where you could do that. Spec
2: Ops. Spec Ops had Ah, the same thing. So at the end of Spec Ops, um, there's a moment where you can take an action during what looks like a cutscene. And when Elle and I played Mm -hmm. it, both of us didn't take any action because we didn't even realize that was an option. So in going Mm -hmm. for sort of and like trying to wrap up some stuff in there that we could wrap up. We did that. And then after that, there's still another point where you have a couple choices to make. Um, but yeah, like it was the same idea that one had been tracked significantly more than the other. Um, and and I think in that case, it might have been a matter of people not even realizing they could have gone through to make that other choice. Uh, but yeah, that seems to be a thing. I, I think, you know, we got to remember we are a small, you know, community within a small community of people that are looking to try to get as much as we can out of all of our games
1: yeah but still it's a story option like i'm with you on that i'd be curious to just mm-hmm. like all right what if i picked the other one
2: right i would at yeah, least check so... if i could do that without playing a whole bunch of the game again
3: exactly exactly i mean it's very possible people didn't realize that but even if you just did the chapter select and did the whole level again it's not that long but you can literally mm-hmm. just hit continue, and you start right there. Um, and unfortunately, I've heard that the sequel is not as good uh, story-wise, and I'm not sure about gameplay. Um. Oh yeah, the first game also has a. Oh, no, sorry, the second game also has a big multiplayer element that the first game does not. So that's all done. I just have to play the campaign now. So I'm going to add that to my game collection. Uh, so two can show up now in my. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, so I did notice this is backwards compatible. That's impressive for being a 2005
3: game. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I love playing it on my on my Xbox One, my Xbox Series. Oh Six. yeah, Series
0: X. You're really yeah. pushing. The- yeah, I'm pushing.
3: The- <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. I love that stuff. It boots up super fast. You know, on the 360, if you try to right. do the achievement list, it takes forever. But you could just you could start and, and back together and uh, look at achievements real quick backwards compatibility is amazing
0: so besides like the technology did it age well from 2005 to be in 2023 now
3: i i mean considering half the crap we play is like way worse looking than this i think it's fine we yeah you too don't don't you lump me in with your east Asia soft bs i mean you play vampire survivors right it's great but you can't say it looks amazing Sometimes Okay, fair. Yep. I take
1: back got what him. I said. <laughs> got him. I take back what I said. You got me.
3: <laughs> it's just some games are have the pixel art, and it's fine. I, I enjoy it. and Graphics are probably the last thing that I look at. Mm. You know, if I'm I mean, playing a Forza person. Horizon... Where? Oh, let me finish. To, then to be, just be that person... Was,
2: okay, go ahead. No, go ahead.
3: <laughs> when I play Forza Horizon, I'll say, oh, that looks beautiful, but I'm not really thinking about that when I'm playing
2: them playing so
3: now you could be that person
2: vampire survivors does as a as a stylistic choice the agedness of condemned is not a stylistic choice it's just how the game looks now so okay. it's not really yeah. a fair comparison to compare the sure. two um I, and and i think if i recall correctly just from the little bit i saw when you were playing condemned it sort of has this like almost like washed out sort of look you know it's it's like a lot of uh yes. shooter-esque yeah. games of that era it's very like gray and brown and beige um and you know the character models look fine like they're recognizable as people it's not like you're looking at final fantasy seven where everyone has giant forearms um, <laughs> but it, it you know it it looks it's sure, age of course and, it is. and sure. that, that's okay i said as much but yeah. but it doesn't right but it doesn't feel like it discourage me from playing. It super old. Yeah it's, yeah. it's not a detriment to the game, really.
3: Exactly.
4: Right.
0: Uh, so another fun thing I noticed to be the Nate of this panel, it has 50 achievements. That's a lot for an early 360 title.
3: Yeah, they... Well, was that like the standard back then? Fi- oh, you know what? Or For a full-fledged game. That probably also messed up the whole game. Because 50 was the max.
2: Yeah, 50 was the max, yeah.
3: Before Orange Box... Uh did 99 50 was the, was the max you could have oh one thing i was going to say is that it is i don't know if scary is the right word but if you're playing with headphones on there are j- jump scares but not um not it's not atmospheric game. it's more like the enemies come out of nowhere and you have to kill them so but while it is a jump scare, it is helpful to have the headphones so you can hear. Oh, it's coming! It's coming from behind me. Or it's coming from the side of me. So it, it was actually the sound design is amazing. And in two thousand five, I wouldn't be playing this with headphones on. I'd be, you know, playing it on a small TV, probably. With, uh... <laughs> it's, it's funny how technology has changed. Now, wild! Right? I would have been playing
1: with headphones. You would have been. Oh yeah, I had Turtle Beaches at the time. Two thousand five. But the Turtle Beaches at, at that point had like... Hundred
3: wires? <laughs> 20 <laughs> yes, feet of, of cable exactly.
1: and you would plug in with the, the uh, uh, red and white vi- uh, audio
3: cords. Yep. I had those and it came with like this middleman type of stand. It was, it was weird.
2: I, I do have to to bang the drum. I always One other bang thing with I... a lot of these games though. Um, condemns environments and and scares because a lot of it's just sort of the tension that's generally in the air with everything that's happening and the crime that you're solving it's narrative the more time you put between gameplay the more you're ruining the thread of that and so you're not Mm -hmm. actually you you may not be interested in it at all like that's completely totally you may play condemned and feel like stuff is obvious and it doesn't do anything for you and that's fine uh and that's completely your take but If you're playing it in a way where you're playing for, you know, two chapters in one month and then eight months later, you're playing the next two chapters. You don't really even remember what you learned in the first two chapters. So the continuity is broken. You don't really get into the mind space where the game could potentially put you if you sat down and played it start to finish in a a shorter period of time.
3: That's absolutely true. But the game got back at me by making me replay all the chapters two or three times each anyway, so. Uh, but you already knew it was coming, so. I generally, yeah, yeah. But yes, it's a good story, especially for that time period where. Oh, and I was looking at the launch titles to see uh, what you were talking about, Michelle, with the calendar thing. If I completed any other games that came out oh, that Oh, yeah, month. yeah but there there was uh some easy like NBA you know 2K5 with five achievements for a thousand gamer score some of those famous ones
6: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> but other than that not too many easy guys in there Call of Duty 2 was another was uh, probably next best launch title and that one's probably going to look prettier
4: Sorry I
0: couldn't mm-hmm. resist <laughs> <laughs> I was <I, I>, <laughs>
3: took 2 hours
0: <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. All right. I say
0: the, the race cars are still going.
3: Wild. Wow. Can you like gamble on them or anything? <laughs> no, I'd be out just there like, placing uh, bets.
0: It's a local track, it's midnight and they're still going. On a Wednesday night.
3: Wild. Alright, well, that was Condemned Criminal Origins.
1: <laughs> Alright. Nice brand new game for everyone. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, but yeah, I was surprised. It's also funny that... I was going to say, I surprised me for an 18-year-old game that I had never heard about achievements being troublesome for some people. That's what I was going to say. And, you know, 10,000 people have completed it. It's not like no one's completed
2: it. But
0: it has well, almost 100,000 starters.
2: Yeah. There's one of two things there. Either the people you know that completed the game didn't have those issues because it's clearly not glitchy mm-hmm. for everybody or they completed it over a decade ago and didn't remember having those issues at this point.
3: Mm-hmm. Or I guess if you use a guide from the beginning and you just get everything in a, in a row without missing anything, you probably don't have those issues also. But I had missed some stuff in some chapters from long ago.
1: I also find it interesting that keeping in theme with this episode, it's available digitally game from 2005. Get it digitally.
3: And... F- well, that went without saying <laughs> everything <laughs>
1: was available physically in 2005.
3: There's something satisfying about putting the physical disc in the Series X and then watching uh, and then it's saying, oh, download uh-huh. this. <laughs> download the game. And then The disc <laughs> is just a prop.
1: Alright. Well... Why don't we get on to some sales? Um, We'll let Sarah go first.
0: All right.
1: What three games that you've totally never talked about before (laughs) would you like to recommend? I mean,
0: these are going to be a shocker for people. I mean, they're going to be just absolutely shocked that I'm recommending these. Uh, (laughs) So my first recommendation is So Do Cats. Uh, yeah, it's Sudoku, but it's cats instead of numbers and it's super cute.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Are you
6: Uh, all
1: right, (laughs) Kenny? I just find it's funny. These are just very Sarah games.
0: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's a super chill game again. Um, yeah, it's, you know, after a long hard night of playing Condemned, you can just hop on Sudoku Cats and you know pu- crank out a puzzle or two. Uh, if you're not fond of playing of cats, you can switch it to numbers if you want and play it traditional. But the cats are super cute, and you keep unlocking them as you progress through the game.
4: Um,
0: my second recommendation. Oh, I didn't even say the sale price. It is <laughs> two forty nine down from four ninety nine. So, what a sale. Yes, for the sale. Uh, the next one is A Kingdom for Two uh, uh, 240- Let's go. Yes, 249 down to <laughs> 999 If you haven't played this yet, please do go play it. It is the first one of the series, so uh, it's not as graphically pretty as A World of Kathleen's, but still super fun, and you should do it. Uh,
1: you can use your avatar. Yes,
0: you can use your avatar, and... Yes,
3: Microsoft needs and, to make more of these. And I could help with the uh, mm-hmm. online. Uh,
0: that this one same. Does this? I don't think this one has online. I thought it was a world that did.
3: No, it does, That's because okay. uh, I help put ten banners in everyone's yeah. uh,
0: thing. Uh, okay, that yeah. yeah. was this one. I was yeah, that
3: can, Kingdom needs the banners.
0: Okay, asking the confused with worlds. It's no, got, world it's, has a story.
3: Then. Kingdom just. <laughs> That
0: one. Sorry, yeah. it's been a decade I been since a I played both of them, so both well, worth it. Uh, so, in my last recommendation on a hot, hot sale, yeah. this is two twenty-four <gasps> down from fourteen ninety-nine. The best game ever published by Radalaka, the Count Lucanor. <laughs> so <laughs> it is
1: so fitting that this is on sale. With you coming on.
0: Uh, I think it's on sale quite a bit, but this is a pretty good sale. Um, it's it's just such a good game. It's a little adventure game. Uh, it goes dark very quickly. It's kind of weird, but it's also awesome. And it's amazing. And it's just... I, I love this. I love this Now these graphics.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, stylistic choice, like oh, uh, right, 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 Michelle right. said. Right. But... Uh, I can even, to quote Redemption Denied, this is also allegedly his favorite uh, uh, rat as well. So,
1: <laughs> Oh, peek behind the curtain. L recruited Sarah for this week, mm-hmm. and he wanted to keep it a secret from everyone. He didn't want to tell us who it was. I didn't look at, at our show doc. But had I done that, where it has you know special guests and there's three games listed, I would have immediately known <laughs> who, it, who who it was just by looking at these games.
0: It is, it's like,
1: oh yeah, this has to be Sarah. Yeah. It, who else could this possibly be?
0: It it definitely is a very B list. So, <laughs> but yeah, that is what I got. And yeah, if you have not played the Count Lucanor, please get it. It's two twenty four. It's a really, really great game.
3: Michelle, um, get on it. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar twelve.
2: I mean, Plus listen, Samsung people's <laughs> got twenty five dollars in free money, so you know.
1: Not all of us. Oh, some of us saw that message too late and weren't able to get it.
2: I have I no. no idea what okay. you guys are talking about. <laughs>
1: I'm oh, very you uh, that to that promote and people
2: downloading the, the, downloading the Samsung wallet, you know, their version of Google Pay or Apple Wallet or whatever, they, uh, they had some incentives, and one of the incentives was a $25 Xbox gift card. Uh,
1: but there was only so many gift cards, and I got into, into it too late.
0: That's what I get for working at work. Dang
2: it. Right? Yeah, I gotta ridiculous. give Elle credit because I was working at work too, and Elle like, texted me, like, check wheeling and dealing so you can get this, and I did. So I, I can get you a $2.50 game as a cent game as a Yay. finder's fee. <laughs> hey.
0: And then I want to hear about your take from it on the in the future when you guys
3: finally do play. Oh, we simulate.
0: <laughs> yes. It'd be a great one to do a simul play.
3: <sighs> Looks like it.
6: All right.
2: Add well, it to with, that older,
1: with that $25 gift card, Michelle, what else? What do you want to recommend?
2: I'm actually recommending a game that isn't for myself, but I'm recommending it because it's a curiosity to me. Um, It's the Amazing American Circus. And I saw it and immediately and went, is this some kind of Circus Atari upgrade? Because I loved Circus Atari. Uh, but no, it's not. It's actually a collectible card game slash card and board. And really? what drew my attention to this is this is that set of genres and Almost none of my people who typically track these games has played it. I have no idea what it is. Interesting. It's interesting got a 3.3 rating overall on TA. It's only been tracked by 220 people with nine who have completed it. It is $5.99 down from $19.99. But when I look at games like these and I don't see folks like Kronos tracked makes me curious so i figured i would just bring it up that it is on sale i don't know if it's had a discount before because ta just lists this most recent price reduction uh as the price reduction for the game uh it came out in 2021 so it's been available for a little while but yeah somebody play and let me know how it is because i don't have the first clue but the amazing american circus is on sale for five dollars and 99 cents this week hmm
3: all right, mm, I got a game. Well, oh, you do? Yeah, what game? Yeah, I just figured it out. It's <laughs> a easy gamerscore game that I don't think I was privy to because it was too expensive. Uh, it's called No Thing. Well, what is it, it? I don't know. It's a platformer, it says, and it was very expensive. It was two dollars. And now it's half price. It's $1. Hey, Michelle.
2: (laughs) 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 Don't push your luck.
3: Samsung money to use. I don't know what this is. Uh, No thing. In big caps.
0: Uh, Full disclosure, I already bought it. You played it? No, I just bought it.
3: You just bought it now? There you go.
0: I actually bought it on my way, on my car ride to Terre
4: Haute.
3: I'm sure oh, wow. you could have borrowed that from someone and say, use that dollar towards uh, a sandwich dude. Do that.
4: Well,
0: I'm also been picking up stuff that way. I actually have things to offer other people.
3: Oh, so you and- don't have no thing. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I got my own joke. Somebody has 20 hours in this game.
1: Ah. Uh- Alright, well, if you don't want to buy any games, you can go ahead and grab uh, two of the last Games of Gold games that are available now until the end of the month. We got Darkwood and When the Past Was Around. And then Rip? You got about uh, I think we got another month, if I remember correctly. Right. And if you're listening to this uh, day of or Shortly thereafter, you only have a few days to grab Darkwood. That's going out July 31st will be the last day you can grab that. So get on that. Get, grab one of the last games of gold games. Yeah, buy me that one too, Michelle. But we do have some Game Pass stuff. Available now is Serious Sam Siberian Mayhem. Uh... I know nothing about it other than it's a shooter and there's one unobtainable. So, yeah. completionists completionist, beware. On July 31st, we have Venba coming to console and PC. August 1st is Celeste. August 15th is Everspace 2. Uh, August 18th is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And August 29th is Sea of Stars.
3: Finally.
1: There's a lot of stuff there I don't recognize or. (laughs) Hey. But we got more game past games. That's all that matters.
0: The cover on Sea of Stars looked pretty. That's about all I noticed.
3: (laughs) It's going to be good. That's a. To RPG. It's by the guys turn-based who RPG, yeah. made so... the messenger
2: and it's going to be amazing probably uh if you're into turn-based rpgs oh. but it's uh there is a demo available and my understanding from someone who played the demo is that it the worlds are interlinked so if you've played the messenger there's going to be stuff that's recognizable through sea of stars awesome. uh, and and hmm. the humor and all that's definitely very much intact so like some of the naming conventions for the characters. If you read it, you're like, oh, is that what that says? Okay. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to playing Sea of Stars. Nice. Nice.
3: All
1: right. Well, with that, we also have some games leaving Game Pass in the next couple of days. Uh, we have Marvel's Avengers, which, once again, running theme of the show, will be delisted on September 30th. So this will be. This is also one of the last times you'll be able to pick this up. Uh, the Ascent is leaving, along with Two Point Campus, Dreamscaper, and Expeditions Rome. You can grab all those games now, or try to completely uh, try to complete them very quickly. Which honestly isn't ha- going to happen with any of them because they're all long games. But with that. Let's go to bragging. Take it away, Michelle.
2: All right, in excuse me, in completions. Uh, this is a new name to me. Anyway, we have Trap Chef Sanji at two hundred completed games. Zwavel dioxide is at six hundred completed, g- completed games. Zarp forty three has reached seven hundred completed games. Yingagarten Garden has reached the super exciting milestone of one thousand completed games. Rossos Ross Gosh. who. Uh, made it very deep into G Task this year. Uh, as at one thousand fifty completed games, Isrit one zero two has hit one thousand three hundred fifty completed games, only one thousand three hundred of which are Mortal Kombat's, and Sangria's (laughs) has reached three thousand completed games, which is just an enormous number.
4: Crazy!
0: Uh,
2: Congratulations, everyone! Insane! Is
0: is he number one in completions, or is Red way ahead of him?
2: I don't. No. That's an excellent question. Uh, somebody
1: with better TA food in then you can find it. I- I'll Besides see me, if I mean? can,
2: but oh. yeah, I don't know that I'm going to be able to. But that's... that's...
1: I was just, I was thinking L.
0: Okay, you want me <laughs> to just read the next section then while we're thinking?
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Okay. In streaks, Yenga Garten is currently on a 50-day win streak. This is not a game we saying I'm familiar with. Henki... Henki? Mm-hmm. And okay.
4: Yeah, I'd believe XT so.
0: is currently on a 100-day win streak, as well as RPG Davey. Uh, Legless Hamster and Toad Style Venom. <laughs> I know, that is an awesome gamer, awesome gamer tag. Legless Hamster. Him and he, they, she is on a 200-day win streak, as well as Toad Style Venom. Uh, Stega is on a 250-day achievement win streak. Z Drunken Monkeys... It's on a 750-day win streak. Surf Biscuit, another awesome game tag. is It's on a 1,400-day <laughs> achievement win streak. Unky Tim Fu, 2,450-day <clears throat> achievement win streak. Prolux is currently on a 2,700-day <laughs> <laughs> win streak. Just kidding, BFF crew. I know how to say your name. <laughs> And Mad-Eye pad is currently on a 3,800-day win streak. And then Neo, uh, Nerdy Neo, correct, right? He's on, <laughs>
4: he's
0: on a two-year achievement win
2: streak. Wild. All right, I'm going to break right back in mm. here with the completed games tally thing jigger. My settings are different. Okay. So I don't see Sangria's at 3,000 completions. Uh, yeah, I was um, just going to say, he's
3: at, he's at a very yeah. measly 2,935.
0: Oh, he uses the bad settings.
3: <laughs> yep, and I just... Uh, so, come on, man.
0: I
2: can't tell settings. you for sure, but what I can tell you is of Sangria's, I see 2,936 completions. Uh, yeah. That actually puts Sangria's at 6th on TA. Um, Six Correct. Um, uh, there a, are 5 people
1: with more completions. Yes, what and the to crap. To
2: answer the question, Sarah's thinking if redemption is not number 1, that would be Smirnoff. Yep. That makes sense.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah that makes thinks. sense. And how many? That's Uh S-
2: Smirnov has 3253 completions. Uh S- Red is about uh Red is 43 games behind that.
0: He might get it this weekend. He's plans on... My god. ...going on a bender.
2: <laughs>
3: Ooh, triple triad? What's there's left to complete? <laughs> my goodness. The
0: 50 games that are released each week?
3: Yep.
1: <sighs> that's fair. But still, like my goodness, that's so many. All right, um... In gamer score, Luke the Duke two (laughs) sixty eight has hit one hundred thousand. Magical Mars has hit two hundred thousand. Trap Chef Sanji Sanji has hit four hundred thousand gamer score. Prince It has hit four hundred fifty thousand gamer score, along with Toby Lin. Black Buff has hit seven hundred fifty thousand. A Gray Shark has hit one point two million gamer score. RPG Davey has hit 1.3 million gamer score. Unki Tim Fu has hit 1.4 million gamer score. Nutty Ray has hit 1.5 million. Red 047 has hit 1.7 million. And Elroy OMJ has
3: hit 2.1 million gamer score. Are you going to see that guy tomorrow?
2: Yes. Yes, I will.
3: Sorry to hear that. I'm so jealous again.
2: I have to say I'm Shocked he's going to Achievement Fest at this point in G Task. Like I know that Achievement Fest can help with that. Yeah, really. But the teammate is here. Yeah, I, I I mean, it, it is and it isn't right because you would hope some of the fun is is socializing. But Elroy is also just I don't know how he balances this stuff. So, uh, but best of luck to them while they're there because uh, I've been reading Cronus's um, weekly blogs on g-task teams and uh they they've got the madden rating of 99 so they got a lot to live up to there to avoid the madden curse so so best of luck to them while they're at achievement fest (laughs) this weekend
0: yeah him and triad are still in and they will both be there so
3: y'all are nuts yeah speaking of nuts in leaderboards chewy on ice is now in the top 200 of the gamer score leaderboard for point and click. Thanks in large part to Grim Fandango. He's also in the top 50 of the England <laughs> Gamerscore leaderboard. Chesno, top 200 England Gamerscore leaderboard for visual novels. Dark Lord Annabelle Davis, now third in Kentucky, Gamer Score leaderboard for arcade racing. Or you could just look outside, you turn the window. Domain in the second is second in Washington Game Score Leaderboard for Action. Boston Greed in top fifty of the Tennessee Game Score Leaderboard for Survival. Freedom hall is top twenty Minnesota TA leaderboard. That's very great. Giblach now in the top ten of Nova Scotia TA leaderboard for RPGs. Um, Katie echo is now third in Ohio TA ratio leaderboard. Luke 17,000, top 20 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Windows Strategy. Mental Knight, who was uh, a good guy. Now in the top 100 of the TA Difference Leaderboard and top 20 of the TA Leaderboard for Action. Or oh, the last top 20,000 games played leaderboard for Game Pass games? I've never seen that before. That must be new. That's new. And Ross Ross in the top five hundred of the T Difference Leaderboard for Xbox Game Pass. All right. Got some new stuff here. And last but not least, another person who I believe is at the Achievement Fest Sir Polygon. Top ten Georgia T leaderboard for fishing.
0: Confirmed. He was there this evening.
3: Yeah. You confirmed it.
0: Uh yeah. I, right. I, I saw him, had dinner with him.
3: Got to see pictures of his kid. Whoa. <laughs> You're the, uh, what do you call it? The man? I don't know. News reporter. Yeah.
2: You let <laughs> man us know on the comment.
3: street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. I knew his man <laughs> on the street.
1: I couldn't think of what it was.
3: You just tell us everything that happens. Try to come up with some good stories, right? Something embarrassing. Just embarrass people i want to hear
0: i can embarrass i can embarrass myself
3: no no no
0: (laughs) i i tried to check in at the wrong hotel
3: oh
4: yeah what
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah is it in the right state (laughs) (laughs) i thought we were staying at the sleep-in we drove there and like told them our name they're like nope we don't have a reservation I had a moment of panic that I had booked it for the wrong date. Uh, Yeah, when I pulled it up, turns out we did not book the sleep-in. We are at a different hotel.
3: (laughs) So is this your fault or Thomas? Undisclosed.
0: Uh, This is my fault because I thought
4: we were at the sleep-in.
3: Is Thomas not uh, privy to your uh, transactions?
0: Uh, no, we picked out the hotel together, but that was months ago.
3: All right. <laughs> what you got to do, what my wife and I do, one of us does something like that. We email the other person uh, the uh, reservations. That way it's both in the in the mind. Right on the it was Google in the Google calendar.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it was on the Google calendar, and we have a shared email address for stuff like that. We still went to the wrong hotel. <laughs>
3: Mr. and Mrs. Pete Hartness nice. at Hotmail, AOL,
0: Yes, yes, that's it precisely. Yeah, they please send it. your please send your fan mail in duck pics there.
3: Duck pics on the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's a. I don't want to say a good place, and that's an interesting place, I could talk to,
3: <laughs> to Pete on all night. Long. <laughs>
0: I think I think El may have missed
3: something. Oh, I'm not reading that. We
1: <laughs> we could all talk to her I forever, saw her. as you can tell. <laughs> but it's over two hour show.
3: <laughs> all right, fine. I, I hope. <laughs> Apparently, oh God, we have a delicious bread camp from P Tarts. messaged me to say, P Tarts. Has hit ninety-seven percent completion percentage.
2: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's the highest I've ever hit. So this is a new That's record crazy. for me. That's awesome.
2: Congrats. So,
3: so do you,
0: yeah. Do
3: you find yourself going back and trying stuff like older games that you didn't complete? Or is this, yes. this or are you at the point where is it generally skill that gets in the way or?
0: so there's a couple of things uh for the most part my like if X were to bring me onto an abandonment issues and I'd have to explain away a lot of mine um I'd say the majority is skill because like I have a lot of rock band achievements that I'm never ever going to get rock band guitar hero
1: that's what this weekend's for
0: um I'm hoping to like, do some green day rock band that's the only game I brought with me and hoping that some people can help me get some gold stars um. Other ones like I just didn't enjoy like the game at all, and I just I couldn't do it.
4: um,
0: But I mean, thankfully, that doesn't seem to happen as often. But um, there's a handful of games that I plan to go back to. I mean, there's literally two or three, but the rest on my tag are forever abandoned, and I have zero intention of going back to.
3: Um so. I actually have one more Brad Camp from Radnadas, which is uh Shannon Dar backwards. And Radnadas has hit 300,000 game score but did it with uh Beyond the Impossible in real replay, the uh Battletoads turbo tunnel thing. Oh, nice! I have tried that and it is it is nice. not easy. I And I... then he said uh he tried it. It didn't pop, it did it again. So uh yeah. That's awesome. Rad. Not us.
4: No, yeah, nice.
3: And uh congratulations. Good job.
0: Yeah, nice for hitting it on the nose and doing it with something special, because I have yet to do that with any of my uh hundred K milestones.
4: Oof. Oh what <laughs>
0: I didn't even realize I hit 600k. I can't even remember what. It was a really dumb game I was playing, too. Oh, goodness. But I did hit the 97% playing Grim Fantago.
3: Yeah, they they oh, need a stack right. of that so you can uh, play it again. The real one. Not play oh. it.
0: I, I would If there was a Windows stack, I would not play it. <laughs> Smart. But
1: Mouse and
3: Tank your, uh, control sounds pull,
0: pull throttle pull throttle window stack, I'll put my lips all over that.
3: All oh right.
1: goodness. Oh, boy. <laughs> now that's how you end the show. <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs> so yeah, sorry I've been as long winded right. as Elroy is.
1: No, no, no. You don't need to be sorry. It was fun. It was. It's always good to talk to you. Uh, And whenever you're on, it's always an all over the place show. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, with that, it's getting late here for us, so we're gonna go ahead and end it there. Uh, Thank you for joining us, Sarah. No problem. Achievement Fest goes well for you. Yeah, unlock a whole bunch. Get. But uh, yeah. Uh, all the socials and whatnot, it's down in the show notes. I'm not going to go over all that stuff. It's way too late. And I'm going to go on a goofy rant and not know what I'm saying if I do that. Oh, again. those are
3: your so, best. <laughs> best. stuff.
1: I'm not. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Class is dismissed. See you all next week.
4: Bye. Good night. Baby.
3: We exist in a multiverse of countless life forms and alternate dimensions. Interdimensional travel has become commonplace, but so has interdimensional
5: crime. Hello and welcome to Waka's Weird Wonders. I'm Waka Pale, who a while ago enjoyed 13am's 2019 hand drawn 2D adventure platformer Double Cross. Its protagonist, Sarah, with a Z and an H in the middle, Sinclair, is a human or close enough member of Rift, an interdimensional agency safeguarding the Earths through the multiverses. One day, Rift's headquarters in the Extraverse is invaded by three different Earths with evidence suggesting a Rift member has betrayed the organization. Sara is assigned the case and travels three very different earths to uncover the conspiracy. Double Cross features non linear progression where you find clues in the platforming levels which sometimes feature light puzzles, then piece the evidence together at the Rift headquarters. Sara has a decent moveset and is adept at hand to hand combat which is at odds with the rather simplistic enemies. Very few fights require more than spamming attacks and maybe do an occasional combat role. There are also some simple side quests that unravel at Rift's headquarters between missions, which awards achievements. I doubt they are missable, but side stories cannot be done at once. You have to do them a few steps at a time and progress them further after playing a mission. The game has some great cartoony character art and plenty of writing. Unfortunately the background graphics are not as inspired. It's not bad but looks inferior to the character models and portraits. Double Cross has 35 achievements with 1000 game score and 2700 TA with most of the TA being rather backloaded. There is a point of no return, but not a single achievement is really missable as you revert back to before the point of no return after defeating the final boss. All levels are replayable. You likely have to play through each level at least twice if you play without a guide as there are many collectibles in each level and a speedrun for most levels. While there are 114 pieces of upgradium to find which can be used to upgrade Zara's capabilities they do have decent tracking. The speedrun times are very generous, always having a target of 15 minutes But just running through the levels usually end up in around half that time. There is also an achievement for completing all missions, which appears to just be the first 9 levels without dying. Dying does not void these achievements, you just have to replay that specific level again. This is rather easy apart from one single level which is far more difficult than the rest of the levels, but still far from impossible. If you are decent at 2d platformers, most of the game is rather easy, but there is one single achievement that is far more difficult than the rest, apart from the dreaded unlock all other achievements achievement. Which is trackable in game and works by the way. Defeating the final boss with the glass cannon upgrade is no easy task. The glass cannon upgrade ups your attack power, but kills you in one hit. You can mitigate it slightly with a shield upgrade, allowing you to take 2 hits before dying, but it is still really challenging. Doublecross has 600 stars on TEA, of which more than a third has just earned an achievement or two. This might be because the tutorial is surprisingly difficult, and requires you to use advanced movesets, which sets up expectations for the rest of the game to be rather difficult, which it mostly isn't. It is rather easy apart from a few difficulty spikes, especially after you've gotten a few upgrades. TA estimates the completion to 12-15 to hours, which seems reasonable for a blind run but can be completed faster if following a guide. I was positively surprised by Double Cross and very much enjoyed my time with it. Difficulty spikes aside, it is quite a laid-back achievement list with no missables. The main story is serviceable, but the setting and the moment to moment interactions between the multidimensional cast can be real fun. Double cross's asking price of $20 is steep, but chances are some of you picked it up at times it was $4, which is a great price for a pretty good game. Have a nice day everyone! <coughs>